Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live for the 100th time from the JK. I am joined by a star-filled panel of people tonight, my glorious co-host Bill, and many other people we're going to mention in a sec, but, but we got Bill, Justin, Allie, and Danny Boy Reginald is back. Greetings and salutations to all of you. So hey guys, thank you. Thanks for coming to the party. Thanks for coming to the party. Yes. So we, for those of you who may not remember, we had Dan on our over, our under overrated TV shows. Justin Alley helped me out when Bill was away, but now we're all here. And they helped me out when you were away. That's right. They did. And I am more than happy to be doing this 100th episode it's going to be a party tonight for those of you. It's going to be a party for those of you who are may or may not wear. Sorry, technical difficulties. We're, we're, this is our 100th episode. It's we're, the 100th. We're in triple digits now, baby. Triple hey, hey. digits. Happy 100. Hey, hey, hey look, yeah. I, I just have to say something. Like, you know, the, the commitment of great entertainment that's coming from the two of you. This is really, really awesome. Congratulations. 100 episodes. Glad to be part of it. Um, uh, I'm not going to be here too long, unfortunately. I'm at, <laughs> hey, I'm at, I'm at work. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm in, a, I'm in a cubicle. This is a nice cubicle here. It's a very um, nice cubicle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, but but I'm glad to uh, join in, be part of it as much as I can. And congratulations, I really mean that. It's really awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, you, my dear dear friend. Thank you, Danny Boy Reginald. And let's uh, let's uh, let's go uh, let's go New York sports, baby. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's um, go Yankees. If they lost today, but let's go Yankees. Yes. Let's go Yankees. Of course. And I want, and of course, aside from Danny Boy Reginald rejoining us for this episode, we have Allie and Justin, as I mentioned, for filled in for Bill and filled in for me when I was busy and when Bill was busy. So thank you both of you for joining me for joining us again. Seriously. Thank you. So we know thank if because we know with you two, if something were to happen, like if JT and I get stuck in an elevator, we can't do the show. We know who to call. Exactly. Who are you going to call, Justin and Allie? Not Ghostbusters. I thought you call Ghostbusters. Like, uh, okay, Justin and Allie. Fun fact, their number actually redirects to mine. So. What was that, Justin? The fun fact, their number actually redirects to mine. So, anyways, you get me. <laughs> Perfect. So I want to just I want to just give a little brief like introduction. Uh, small speech, small speech, of course. Nothing crazy. Get the but tomatoes, wanted... Justin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, but in all seriousness, though, I we've come a long way here at the Superview Show. When Bill and I were in 2020 was hitting hard, COVID was smacking every possible thing out of the way. You know, the, the landscape of the world was like, well, well, and Bill and I were like, what, what we, we should do a show together. We should do a show that we talk about what we want to talk about, but on a rotating basis. And therefore we came up with the show that we currently have called mixed bag. And it was Bill's idea for the title. I'll never forget. We ended our first live stream uh, called unpopular opinions. And, I, and I'll, I'll never forget the, the only, there's two things I remember, remember about our very first episode. Number one is that we had a lot of unpopular opinions, of course, for talents of topics that we've covered over the course of 100 episodes, number one. Number two, we, I want to give a shout-out 
to Dr. Matt Hemsley for being the the our, our number one shout out for pretty much all of our shows. And, Thank uh, you, Matt Hemsley. Unfortunately, uh, Dr. Hemsley could not be here this evening. Yes. But um, he thanks us for the invitation, and I'm sure he... And I'm sure he'll be watching later on. Matt, we wish you could be here, buddy, but... Yes. I mean, but thank you. You're he, awesome. He has come on as well a couple times in the past for overrated or over underrated topics or just other shows in general. And um, obviously, I, I, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Uh, as Daniel Zuckerman. He came on our show twice and for he, overrated and underrated musical artists. And, I just, and he couldn't be here tonight either, but yeah, he was... I, I actually spoke to him today via text. Um, he... Okay. Un- because I did invite him last week and I didn't hear back. I texted him today. Unfortunately, Daniel Zuckerman, like Matt Hemsley, unfortunately could not be here today. So yes, but but we try. They're to here get with him. us in spirit. <laughs> They're here with us in spirit. We try to get them on as we tried to get them on our show as much as we could. And one of the things I just want one one big thing that I really want to touch on before we get into our four topics tonight. It's gonna be a long night, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna First go thing- on in the words of Lionel Richie all <laughs> night long. All night. This is why we have Bill here for the brand, the random facts with Bill and the random song facts with Bill. You're gonna get, you may get a lot of random facts here tonight, folks. Yes, of course, of course, because I have a friend who's gonna help me with that. Oh, he has a Corona in his hand. Oh God, help us all. This is brought to you by Corona, not sponsored. This is a COVID nineteen beer, is it? Bill tonight. What was that, Justin? We are going to be dealing with a drunk Bill tonight. (laughs) Oh, Uh, uh, oh, boy. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know what is worse, drunk or high, Bill. Mm. <laughs> Do we really need to discuss me when I'm a deep about me being inebriated? No, 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 no. But I anyway, mean, that would be a topic of in itself. <laughs> oh, so we're just gonna have that as a topic one day. Me tell me sitting here telling you all my drunk stories and Justin giving extra commentary because <laughs> he was there for most of them, oh, <laughs> weren't you, Justin? They yeah, could have he- used JT. Think of the views. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about yeah, all the you want to see that at a future date? Hey, maybe for number 200. Who knows? You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but um, in all seriousness, though, I, I just want to thank you, our viewers and listeners who have watched us, have supported us, and have brought us to, brought us to the point where we want to keep going and go past 100 to 101, two down the line, whatever. I want to thank all of the viewers and listeners who have stuck with us Stuck with us this entire time, and you all should just deserve a round of applause for being with us as well. And our celebration the, the lovely folks. Let's applaud them. Hell yeah! And uh, but listen, I, I don't want to go on too long. I just want to say that this is a, this has been a dream come true for me personally, and I love doing this. I'm a big fan of the YouTube space. I'm a big fan of how it could it could we could bring different ideas. They might be unpopular or popular or overrated or underrated or whatever. I wanted to bring a different type of show to YouTube, and without the fine crew that I have here, without the help that I have here tonight with Bill, Dan, Justin, and Allie, and even honor mentions to Matt Hamsley and Zuck as well, we we really could not have done it without you as well. And and and, and, and Joe Wiley, who who like watches every show, we got to give him a shout out. We, too. We, we, we give, there are countless people who I, I I tons of people who are watching live every week, live and watch it and listen to us on Spotify podcasts. You guys are awesome too. I, 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 there's too many people to list. We have too much to go on. But anyways, that's just my little preamble for the night. Is thank you for being supportive of us. We love doing it. 
and give yourself a pat on the back for that one. I mean, you could do a physical, I don't really care, but like, seriously, thank you so much for everything that you guys have done to help us out. And it's been a good dream come true. But anyways, as we like to talk about here, let's jump over to our first of four topics tonight. tonight Which one do we want to start with tonight? Okay, first I want to this say... This is a true mixed bag tonight. I think why we're doing this, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't really been involved in much of the planning because I've been away the past couple days. So... Yes, Bill was in Vegas. <laughs> that could be hard <laughs> I'll tell you some of that stuff off air. What happened? Um, but remember, what happens in Vegas stays in stays Vegas. Either stays stay in Vegas, Vegas or gnaws at my conscience to the day I die. Um, oh no. Um. Anyway. Um. Because I think the reason why we did multiple topics is one should think about it. A lot of these topics that we're doing tonight, they really can't fill fill an entire show. If we did no. like. One topic on this, one topic on that. So you know what? I think maybe this was the reason. I don't know if we were just going to sit around and BS, but so we could just like kill a bunch of birds with one stone. Peter, don't come after me for saying that. Oh God! Oh, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Feed a bunch of birds with one stone. Oh, <laughs> That's kind of I'm no, calling no, no. Peter. There was, a, there was a thing a couple about a year or two ago, and they were trying to include more animal friendly language. So instead of kill two birds with one stone it was feed two birds with one stone all right well breaks are beats. okay thanks peter so anyway um what should we um okay so what should we um so what should we start with this lovely topic list tonight folks which one's gonna be the quickest because we have a lot to get to okay um which four should we all right folks to our three lovely panelists here, what do you what do you guys think we should start with? Honestly, I think Marvel versus DC would probably be quickest. Okay. All right, Allie, what do you think? I'm down with Justin. Danny Boy Reg. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go more. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, my comic book knowledge kind of stinks, but do you want to start with something else? Then? Why not? No, no, no. I don't care. It's fine. Okay. Marvel versus the... Okay. The people have spoken. The it's people Marvel. have spoken. The people have spoken. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. Wait, I, can't, I can't get the Avengers theme out. All right. Marvel versus DC. No, wait, that's the Pirates of the Caribbean. Sorry. (laughs) Don't sue us, Disney. Oh, God. Just kidding. Disney's Um, new super review show. I can see the headlines already. (laughs) Sue's random YouTuber. What? (laughs) Um, Who wants to go first and share their thoughts on Marvel versus DC? Which one's better or worse? Can you keep in mind there is a correct answer? (laughs) Well, the correct answer is uh, Marvel. (laughs) <laughs> well <laughs> well that was easy okay good night okay good night, stop, no, um I, I think that's a little unfair to be honest um because i think there is a solid case for dc um even if you're just talking movies which i think we are in this case yes okay yes and no because you know oh. you, you, you what i i got a question are we talking about like like just the MCU, we talking about like 
the more no, let's, let's include everything. We included everything. So we're finally getting X Men in. Yep, you gotta include the X Men. You gotta include <laughs> Superman, Christopher Reeves. You have to include Batman '89. You have to include the Dark Knight. You have to include Joker. You gotta include everything. Okay. All righty. Okay. Uh, I'll be with you folks in one second. All right. Well, well Bill is taking a break for a second. Uh, just uh, had, a, had a little spillage, but everything's fine. Everything's going great, guys. Don't worry. Everything is awesome. Wrong universe. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Um, I mean, there is the Lego DC universe, but that is true. Everything is yeah. awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. All right, all right. Let's no enough dilly dallying. Let's get down to business. Yes. I okay. will say this. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. You, you go ahead. I was sure. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is my only. If we're gonna get without getting super super technical. I will say this with there's two different aspects. I look at this I look at the Marvel versus DC like debate or arguments that always happen amongst fans. And let's be real. They're both great. They're both. You're going to pick one or the other, no matter what, but they're both great with Marvel versus DC. I've always looked at it like this. Marvel has the better teams. Whereas DC might have the better characters. Hear me out for a sec, ladies and gentlemen. Hear me out. I will say this. When you think of like some of the best characters, regardless of media, some of the best characters of all time, you think of Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. You have your DC Trinity shining galore. Hear me out for a sec. That's one thing. You have your undisputed kings and queen of comic book characters in general. When you get over to Marvel, it's very difficult to single out other specific characters set for that one, those, those two or three spots. I mean, you could say Captain, you, an argument could be made for Captain America, for sure, because uh, he's been around a long time. You could make an argument for Iron Man, Spider-Man. You can make an argument for Mr. Fantastic. You can make an argument for Doctor Strange. Sure. But the list goes on and on from there. I will say this, though. Marvel has the better teams. When I think of the DC Universe, the only really team I think of is Justice League and Suicide Squad. How many more teams do you have? I mean, yes, there's like, yes, I know there's more like the Gotham City. Sirens and stuff like that. Of like, you know, JSA. JSA, sure. Teen Titans. Teen Titans, yeah. Like, yes. But as, as far as like the main string goes. Yeah, so Young Justice. But outside of the hardcore fans like us, how many people really know? I mean, I, I would say they know Justice League. I would say, like, if you were to go to a random person on the street and say, hey, name a DC team, like with Batman and Superman. Like, oh, the Justice League? Yeah, they'd say that. They might they might say J- JSA. They probably would say Teen Titans because the, the cartoons and of, like, they might say that. Whereas this is the argument for Marvel. If you say Marvel has the Avengers. They have the Fantastic Four. They have the X-Men. They have, and then if you want to get super technical, they have the um, the Defenders. Then they have the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, there, but there's three or four heavyweight teams right there alone. Um, that have tons if you want, and there's spin-offs of those, like the Young Avengers, there's the Ultimate X-Men, there's X-Force, there's X Factor. 
mean, those are all spinoffs of the main one. But as far as like the, uh, my argument is this: Marvel has better teams, whereas DC has your undisputed kings and queen. That's me partially. That's the way I look at it. But I'm curious to see what you guys have to say as well. Well, and that's a fair point that you're making there is that I think DC definitely focuses more on the individual rather than uh, the, the Marvel comics and films and all that stuff. So that that is actually very, very cool to distinguish that. I, I just think, my honest opinion, I think the greatest superhero of all time is Superman. It's hard to argue against that. Uh, I, I mean, Superman could do it all. Um, but the content that Marvel gives out is absolutely can't miss every single time. So that's why I sort of lean towards Marvel, because at least you know you're going to get something great out of that. DC, mm. hit or miss. You don't really know. Even some of the DC shows that they have that they air on TV, like it's you don't really know what you're gonna get. Marvel, you always know what you're gonna get, and you Absolutely. know it's gonna be get great reviews and all that stuff. So that's just me. But um, you also kind of bring up a weakness to Marvel in that you know what you're gonna get. They kind of play it safe. DC, on the other hand will take risks you have movies like joker you have the suicide squad from james gunn and his peacemaker series which was that shit insane in all the best ways exactly yes but you know what i'm going to agree i'm going to counterpoint with dan for a second and agree with justin is is Marvel, for what it's worth, and I love Marvel. Like, Justin will tell you, I love Marvel. But the thing is, is Justin, I think you're right. Sometimes they play it a little too safe. They do play it a little too safe. Like, but, you know, they did break out a little bit when we had, um, what was it? Um, In 2014, we had Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, Justin, you said this to me. And I remember you said this in our, in this, you said this in the year of our Lord, 2014. And I stand by the statement. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay, what am I going to say? If this movie is a success, Marvel can print money. That is what you said in, in the year of our Lord, 2014. Um, you said that you said if Marvel and, and I said, well, what if the movie bombs? And he goes, well, they can only, they just have to stick with the formula. If the movie bombs, but you know, well, but you know what, like, here's the thing now is, and it's like, but the, pro, my problem with DC I'm speaking about DCEU. We are going to talk about other things with DC, right, folks? Um, with the DCE, with the DCEU, I think compare that to like the DC movies before the DCEU became the prop before the DCEU came. Like, I think why those pre-DCEU movies were better in DC is because DC wasn't trying to compete with anybody, if that makes sense. And now the problem is now with the DCEU, and guys agree or disagree, 
they're trying to be more. They're mm-hmm. trying to, their constant thing is we need to catch up to Marvel. And that's what I think what the problem was with say something like Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. It was that. I, and no, I'm going to say this and I'm going to stand by this. On October 14th, 2022 at 7.54 PM, I will stand by this. The oh, thing is Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. It was more of a build up to a Justice League movie than it was a Batman v Superman movie. And the problem is, again, DC was like, we need to try to catch up to Marvel now. We need to. So, yeah, next year we're going to release Wonder Woman. And then the year after that, we're going to release Justice League, you know, before the Mar- Marvel gets another Avengers movie in. So we need to try to. And they tried to do that with. They tried to do that, like with. And, you know, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. And they gave each DC character's movie and then with Justice League like Marvel did with um like Marvel did with the Avengers but it gets to the point where you know DC is now just trying to play catch up with Marvel Folks? now I will counter that argument because go on, go on. wow what you you need alcohol to survive my counter argument. I probably do, <laughs> but let's go on. Uh, uh, j- j- before uh, Justin, I'm going to say something before I go because I, sure. I really have to go now. Um, okay. I, I I know teardrop. I want to stay. Teardrop. Come on, Dan. You can stay. <laughs> I know this is such an exciting show. No, um, I I, I truly think that both are doing the best they can to. Really bring out some great entertaining stuff. You know, superheroes are like magic, man. It's awesome to watch. So uh, it's amazing what they do. But go Marvel all the way. All right, guys. Got to peace out. All right, bye, bud. All right, Thank peace. you, Danny Boy Reginald. Good to see y'all. Take care, Reg. Well, now it's down to four. And then there was. But I, I kind of, I have a counter to your argument, Bill, but I also want to kind of bounce off of Reg where he said um, crap what did he say <laughs> I guess wow. he said something about superhero how like these superheroes are just like imaginative to all of us really they bring out a, a side of us that we never expect to see yeah oh, I, mean, it's, I agree um, doing each side doing the best that they can uh, one word, Batgirl. Hmm. Um, I don't know what they were thinking about that decision. I don't. You need to stand by your product. <laughs> oh, I agree. One hundred percent agree, my friend. But back to your point, Bill, about um. DC trying to catch up to Marvel. Um, we saw what the plan was for the, the so-called Snyderverse. And no, I'm not one of those restore the Snyderverse bots on Twitter. I'm going to get that out there right now. But 
there was a blueprint, a definite blueprint to what Zack Snyder had in mind for his universe. And it was going to be completely different to what Warner Brothers wants. I think Warner Brothers was more the ones that wanted to catch up to Marvel, where Snyder just wanted to make a movie. Make his universe. But can we all agree that the Snyder cut is better than the um, weeding cut? Oh, 100%. Yep. The, Snyder, the Snyder cut's actually pretty damn good. It's. It was Jeremy Johns's one, number one movie of 2021. I, I know. Coming soon. Super Review Show commentary in the Snyder cut. Four yes. hours long. Who? Yo. You wait, guys wait, wait. in? You guys in? Let's do it. Allie, you I'm in? Down. Justin, I'm you down. in? Depending on what it is, I'm in. We'll we'll pick a date. We'll make popcorn. We'll have a good time. Not just because I'm in school and I have to work as well. So we'll we'll right. we'll, we'll figure something out, Allie. Don't worry. We always do, don't we, JT? We always do. We'll make it work. No worries. All right. I'm sorry. Go on, Justin. Um. No, I was just uh, arguing that Warner Brothers is more the ones that um, was trying to play catch up to Marvel, whereas Snyder, he just wanted to build his universe, tell his Justice League injustice story of Superman breaking bad, which I'm conflicted about, but I, I still would have wanted to see it just out of sheer curiosity <laughs> out of sheer curiosity yeah because what they were building towards in the Snyder Cut I was intrigued about I would have wanted to see where that was going um, and I think that's the one thing that uh, the, the at least the Snyder movies really had was it knew how to w- have you wanting more a little bit yeah I agree um yeah, because the Snyderverse did leave you wanting more. I could agree with that, Justin. Allie, you have anything to say on the matter? I mean, what I've noticed really was what I feel like is Marvel can put out amazing movies, but looking at what they've done with the Disney Plus series, they've been hit or miss. Mm. I just finished watching She-Hulk. I finished too. And i be honest, the ending just felt very... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then to think about what DC does with some of their series, like you know, some of the some of those Batman animated series, it's like wow. Ooh, yes. <laughs> like um. they can bring a lot out. It's like I would take Marvel movies, but DC series. Okay. And another example would be the Arrow. Arrow's DC, right? Yes. Yeah. The Arrowverse. The Arrowverse was actually a cool thing when it when it was on TV. <sighs> 
See, I have my own gripes of the Arrowverse, uh, mostly with the Flash, because it's just a police procedural with superheroes. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's almost embarrassing. Um, But I will kind of defend She-Hulk a little bit, because one... It's a sitcom. It's it's supposed to be a full blown comedy. It's and two. I think I know what you're talking about with the ending. With how spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the last episode of She Hulk. Um. I'll give you time to press mute or lower your volume. <laughs> You've been warned. Uh, yes, I have warned you all. I am spoiling uh, the big twist of episode nine of She-Hulk. Essentially, what happens is she br- not only breaks the fourth wall, but utterly smashes it. Um when she asks the audience if this is working for them, it cuts to the Disney Plus uh, Marvel uh, landing page. And she's like, wait, wait, what, what, what is going on here? And she's like, no, this is not how we're doing this. And she breaks out of her show and goes into the behind the scenes video for She-Hulk and breaks into her own writing room Ask them what the hell's going on. And they're like, well, this is Kevin's idea. And she's like, well, I want to speak to Kevin. <laughs> Not Kevin no, Feige. No one speaks to Kevin. And in this universe, Kevin is just this AI altered version of like Modoc. Ah. Uh. And Kevin's actually an acronym for something. (laughs) And she's like, this ending's horrible. What? Like, and she starts calling out all the problems with Marvels, how they all end the same, how, um, there's always daddy issues. <laughs> Where are the X-Men? Um, more Daredevil, please. 2024. Yes. Hell yes. 18 episodes. So psyched. I'm, I'm through the roof. Um, but yeah, it got really, really meta really fast. And it kind of pulled a blazing saddles where it's like it just wraps everything up in a nice little bow almost too conveniently. Um, but at the same time, it's a comedy. It, it's, it's not supposed to be taken too seriously. It's the characters are real, but this is supposed to be a comedy through and through. 
Mm. So I defend. I mean, I be honest, I saw the after credit thing, and one of the things I wish they did was something to lead up to the new Daredevil series. Like they shortened me on that. I mean, maybe he's still dating Jen. Hmm. But I, mean, I would love to see Jen in Daredevil. Oh, that's probably gonna be burned up to a crisp. Hmm. I have not watched She-Hulk. I've been tied down with other things. So sorry if I'm not contributing much to this conversation. Um, yeah, me neither. Sorry. I think this is the Justin Allison takeover. The Justin Allison taking over. That's what happens if JT and I are stuck in an elevator and we can't come. I'm going to call Bill. Bill, we're stuck in an elevator. Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> you won't call me. We're, we're both in the elevator. So oh, I, you're right. Sorry about that. We would both be. Uh, yeah, that is like my you better worst. hope that elevator has service. What was that, Justin? I said you better hope that elevator has service. Yeah, how would you guys just like randomly react to calls? Like, yeah, guys, we can't do mixed bag. Uh, we're stuck in an elevator. You guys take over for tonight. We. I'm like, so you guys can't zoom a, a, a mixed bag in an elevator. We could. <laughs> yeah, that's our first question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm filming this on my phone. In case you guys haven't noticed, I have. It's all good. So we be the video quality is actually better than my laptop. So. No. Oh, well. hmm. um, you know what? No, Allie, that's a very good question. Hey, JT, live from the elevator. It's mixed bag. <laughs> live from the J elevator. It's mixed bag. <laughs> oh my goodness! The, the J Vader. <laughs> um, the J Vader. Hell yeah. Okay, but yeah, but with Marvel and DC, um. Okay, but with Marvel and DC, I, I, I'm i sorry, I'm a little lost here, and I'm still recovering from coming home yesterday, folks, so just bear with me. Um, yeah. Um, but you say, but you say DC has the better shows, Marvel has the better movies. Yes. Yeah. So why don't you like about the Marvel series? I just like, I don't know, like, I want to say, like, with some of the series, they're hit and miss. Like, mm. for example, WandaVision. Like, that felt, that was, like, a real good series, and it just led up. Oh, I loved WandaVision. It was good. And it mm. led up to Wanda turning villainous. Like, having a purpose yeah. to be the Scarlet Witch. Yes. Another one for me, one of my favorites, Loki. Oh, like, my that love was... And I can't wait for season two to come out in like about a few months. Hey, Justin, my favorite line from that, the al- the, al- the alligator, and that's not the, <laughs> I forgot the rest of the quote. Which I'm disappointed to say is not the craziest thing I've seen today. <laughs> <laughs> like, me those are kid, some. Me as an old man and me as an alligator. <laughs> Why the hell is there an alligator here? It's a Loki. We shouldn't forget President Loki. Ah, President Loki. Loki 2024. His arm just gets bitten off. And and the music that was playing, I swear to God, it sounds so much like Rick and Morty music. (laughs) Rick and Morty. But, um, 
with the Marvel series, sort of like with the um, with Disney Plus, you guys think they're just like cranking them out so they don't have to make more movies? That's what I feel like with what I'm saying is like they feel like they're crying out all the series. Like for example, Moon Knight. I felt it was a little underwhelming. They, I didn't I feel like there should have been more. They just popped them out. They just hey, we gotta pop them out so we so we don't have to make more movies and mm-hmm. shorten these phases. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Moon Knight. <laughs> so, but I uh, felt like I could have easily skipped over that one and not miss a beat. <laughs> I so, do need to watch the rest of Miss Marvel, though. So, anyway, any. Thing else on like the series and stuff because I have another thing I would like to bring up in all this. Bring it up. Justin, you have anything else to say about the series? One thing. Okay, got I it. think What If really does get too much hate. I mean, come on. It's a... That's such a good show! And the best I'm... episode, Justin? I am the watcher. I watch, but I never interfere. <laughs> oh, the best episode's definitely the Doctor Strange episode. Really? I gotta see Zombies. Okay, zombies is good too, but come on. Zombies is the best episode. I mean, okay. come on, who would want to see the most zombies? One, but like on the storytelling and they gut punch. I just remember the bleakness of episode four staying with oh. me for days. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> he destroyed the entire universe. You know what I think? And I've mentioned talking to, I don't know who I talked to, but some of the things in What If is actually in the Doctor Strange multiverse madness. Like it's a huge correlation. Like, oh. for example, ac- episode one of What If, we get Captain Carter. Yeah. Yes. And then the Doctor Strange thing when he destroys his whole universe, wouldn't you think that's the Doctor Strange Doctor Strange had a face? I mean... So, I do think that those... The What If show is going to tie into the bigger MCU eventually. Unlike some people out there in the internet, I really do think that they're going to tie it in somehow. However, I don't think that the Captain Carter from um, Multiverse of Madness was the same Captain Carter um, as the one from What If? Because I think Captain Carter is returning in season two. Um, Spoiler for Doctor Strange. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a backhanded spoiler. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and the the destroyed uh, universe from uh, What If was very, very different from the des- destroyed universe from Multiverse of Madness. And that was more caused by an incursion from dreamwalking. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Nerd explaining. It's okay. Nerd explainer. 
Stephen Strange. P- possessing a deep dream body is illegal in these parts. Forbidden. Forbidden. Cease your dream walk. Oh my god, that was pretty. I mean, come on. That oh. was so cool. Oh, I should have mentioned the zombie. I love that movie. The zombie reference. We got it zombie strange. So in that much movie. evil dead references in <laughs> that. We do. <laughs> And just seeing Bruce Campbell just like punch himself. (laughs) Yep. It's crazy. Great callback to uh, Evil Dead 2. Okay. Now can I say what I was going to say? Yes. Sorry. Here is what I'd have to say about Marvel and DC. I think pre-MCU, so pre-2008, I'm going to say I'm going to say DC was better. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you know and except for one movie and you know what that is and we'll mention it in a little bit. You know what I'm talking about folks. Yep. Because but I will because but even because that was like with DC that was like the first real thing because and, you know, like, even, like, with tone changes, because what were the first things we've known when DC started making movies? Like, the things we knew on the big screen were, of course, the Adam West Batman movie. Rest in peace, Adam West, we miss you. Yeah. And yeah. Christopher Reeves' Superman movies. At Rest in peace, Christopher Reeves, we also miss you. But we I all mean, know... Those movies are iconic. They're campy as hell, but... But you know, you know what I think the movie that really revolutionized comic book movies? What? Batman 89. Batman 89. Because think about it. What was the only depiction we had of Batman at the time? Batman. Wham. Zoom. That was the only depiction. We had what was the other only comic book depiction that we had of anything? I think we can all agree that's still the definitive Superman, though. Yeah, but Batman 89, I think, was the definitive, was the movie that really redefined comic books. So I'm going to throw this over here to the panel. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. It's the first one that showed that they can be taken seriously and artfully. You know, um, Superman was milked dry at that point. I was just about to say the same thing. What do you mean milked dry at that point? I mean, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, only came out two years later, uh, two years before. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Nuclear Man. And that movie only had a quarter of its budget to work on. It's funny. If you go back and watch that movie, if you go back and watch Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, you could just tell, for even 80s effects, it was made terribly. Oh, my God. It's... Like a student film. 
It really is. When you know, it's funny. Christopher Reeve had a big part of the story on that. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was like, he was like, let's let's get rid of all nuclear weapons and have Nuclear Man come out of out of nowhere. Wow. Hmm. It's like Batman four and and um Superman four suck. If you think about it, because Batman eighty nine, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, uh, then Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin was the fourth installment of that series. Yeah. And then, it- and then Superman four, the Quest of Peace was Superman four. It's weird how they kind of copied each other if you think about it. Okay, you know what? I got an interesting question. What's up? What's worse, Superman four, Quest for Peace, or Batman and Robin? Justin, that's you. I think Superman 4 is the more incompetently made movie. Um, especially when you uh, look back on the uh, on the previous efforts. Whereas Batman Robin was, I think, a more soulless movie. It was a giant toy commercial. Yes. Yes, it was. But I will say this: at least Batman and Robin, at least you can laugh at it. Most yes. important, you can kind of laugh at too. Oh my god! It's here's what I say. Always say about Batman and Robin: if you watch it as a Batman movie, you're going to be severely disappointed. If you but watch if you, it as a satire of a Batman movie, if you watch it as a satire, it's I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's a masterpiece because it isn't. But at least. <laughs> If you if you watch it for what it is, it there least, is some enjoyment to be had. At least it's entertainingly bad. Mm-hmm. Just um, JT, Ali, you have anything to say on that? I'll be honest. Uh-huh. I haven't watched any of these old Superman Batman movies, so I have no comments. You never watched Batman eighty nine? Oh no. Oh no, Justin, what does oh. that mean? Intervention? You and party at my place. Or we might have to have a Batman movie coming We're watching with you here. Batman 9. We're watching Batman Returns. We can skip Batman Forever. No, actually, you know what? I don't think Batman Forever is really that bad. You know what? There's some elements in Batman Forever that. What I will say. Val Kilmer, at least I think he, at least he tries. Yeah. At, at least he tries. At least he's putting in an effort. Jim Carrey's Riddler, though? We don't need this. We don't need that. Who's afraid of the big bad bat? Oh, God. When, we, have to, we have to admit, though, the best part of the entire movie was the bat nipples. Bad Especially on Robin's outfit too, which was even funnier. Like, like Ali, if if you go back and watch these older Batman films, literally, like some of the suits actually have bat nipples. Oh gosh! And they doubled down in the sequel. Oh yeah, it's on Batman. But and they Robin don't get Batgirl nipples. Nope. What? Nope. But I think no the thing is Batgirl. with Batman. Forever versus Batman and Robin is that Jesus Christ is at least Batman Forever like I said at least you could see a somewhat decent movie trying to be made 
What do you think, Justin? I think Tim Burton tried hiring the director of The Lost Boys. And he wanted to take it in a lighter direction. And this is what we got. It's so bad. I feel so bad for Chris O'Donnell as Robin. (laughs) Well, you know what? Like, here's the thing. With Chris O'Donnell being a whiny little you-know-what, like, Batman Forever, I can understand. Yeah. His parents just died. And and his parents just died. But when it comes to but, you know, when it comes to Robin in um in whatchamacallit, in Batman and Robin, he's a whiny little you know what? Yeah. Like, but because I also think if you take Robin from like the Adam West series versus the Robin in the, they're sort of like products of their time. Like the Robin in the 60s series was like the golly Batman. Yeah. The 60s, you know, early 60s. It sounds terrible. Too. Sort of boy wonder. Well, the 90s is sort of like the, you know, 90s grungy, angsty teenager type. Mm. Good. Comment. And if Robin shows up in the DCEU 2020 something, what will he be? Well, it won't be Jason Todd. We know that much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, well, maybe it will be, but it won't be Robin. But yeah, but I think Batman 89 revolutionized comic book movies. Mm. And it really showed, you know what? We can be serious when it comes to comic book movies. We don't have to be bow, pow, We could be. We could be that. But then, but then we all know what I think really revolutionized comic book movies. You, you, you know what movie I'm going to talk about. Spider-Man. No. From DC. The Dark Knight. I think that that's stamped comic book movies. <laughs> what do you guys think? I mean, it's an amazing crime movie. You know, it broke the barrier of a comic book movie being taken seriously by the wider public. It, yeah. It, it is so grounded. You have the only crazy the only outlandish part about it is the main character dresses up like a bat. Yeah, yeah. and the and the bad guy dresses up like a clown. Yes, there are two people, probably on the opposite side of the same coin, playing dress up, and the entire city is getting killed over it.
Yeah, I can see what you mean by that. But you know, as much as I love the Dark Knight, it did kind of solve a, it did kind of create a problem though. Every movie after it tried to be the Dark Knight. Exactly. Including the Dark Knight. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna not gonna counteract one of this, but I wanna say I'm gonna go back a little bit further. Cause I know we have plenty of other topics to go off. We have three other topics to get to do. Let's not forget that. No, but I wanna say absolutely. But I want to say one more thing about the Marvel versus DC thing in a sec. So, to be honest, this could have been a whole episode. It really could. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I feel like the Dark Knight, the way I look at it is this, because like, Batman begins with 2005. Yeah. And five years before it, we had a movie that literally, without, the, let's be real, guys, without this movie that I'm going to mention, we would not have certain comic book movies the way we do now. I mean, even before the Dark Knight, and that's X Men two thousand. Oh, because what was three years prior to X Men two thousand? Blade, Batman, and Robin. No, no, no. Just, just, just the genre as a whole for a sec, right? The genre was killed by Batman and Robin. That atrocity of a film. And yes, it's a fun drinking game movie, but at the same time, you're like, oh my God, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, come on. But Batman X- vs. Robin commentary comes soon. Take a double shot at the back credit card, folks. The JT, back you credit card. have to drive Justin and I home, or we have to take an Uber because. Yeah. Literally, don't can drive they, kids. They would be sloshed. But I mean, I'm not kidding you. But if you think about it, X Men was, was 22 years ago. Wow. And wow, feel uh, old yet, folks? You, you feel old yet? And I want to just shed some light on this because a produce so someone someone's one just before this closure. The, the reason why I do this show in the first place, John Campia, I love you. You're an incredible YouTuber, pioneer of the whatever. I love you. Regardless, though, someone once emailed into and said, "Hey, you know, why, why do we thank the first X Men movie for this? Why don't we thank Spider Man for this? Spider Man 2002 for like being bringing being a super success or whatever for comic book movies. He actually said that someone in someone one of the producers of the Sam Raimi Spider Man films. I'm not sure the name of the producer off the top of my head. He said we wanted to see what X Men did first, and then we did Spider Man afterwards. We wanted to see how how successful a superhero movie would be in a different context. And then we got Spider-Man 2002. Then we got Batman Begins. Then we got Iron Man. Then we got The Dark Knight. And then it went down from there. Just as a, as a genre as a whole. That's the way I look at it. Because let's not forget the importance of X-Men 2000. Just saying. Importance, yes. Did it age well? Mm. It's, it, I mean, the, the effects are also dated. I mean, they're from 2000 as well. And I mean, the costumes. When they were all black, though, I mean... It was pretty cool. I mean, did you expect them to go like Dark Phoenix where they're all like yellow costumes? No. <laughs> yeah, that would look cheap. Oh, was, what do you expect? Yellow spandex? Exactly. Yeah, I kind of yeah, did, yeah. though. I kind of did, though. You kind of expected they, yellow They could spandex. make it work. They could have made it work. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I think that I think it was at the, I think at the time, though, personally, I feel, I feel like we got the film we got, and I think it was a pretty good intro, a really, it resurrected the genre. I mean, yes, Blade was two, 1998, 
which was 20. My birthday is tomorrow, 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, do the math there. Blade was 24 years ago. And we've been living in this empire of comic movies since really X-Men came out and resurrected the genre from the horrific, terrifying bat credit card drama of Batman. Uh, <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Anyways. We live in a world where it doesn't exist and it's a bottom, wonderful world. Yeah. Oh God. It is a wonderful world. But bottom line, we could go on about this for a long time. We still have three other topics to get you tonight for our 100th spectacular. Um, but yeah, bottom line, Marvel versus DC. Ultimately, guys, it's what you guys have to say. It's what you guys have to say. Mm-hmm. We we are fans of both. I'm a fan of both. I mean, Justin's yeah, a big fan of both. My personal opinion is, I would say pre 2008 up to the Dark Knight, I would say DC. Okay. Post Dark Knight, Marvel. I I can get behind that That's because great. I think Marvel um, has been doing a better job. Because like I said, and I know Justin countered that. I feel like at this point. DC's just trying to play catch up to Marvel. I feel like they're just doing that at this point. And, and you know, they have made good mo- Batman v Superman. Mm. Right. The also cuts better. Um, let's not forget, guys. In X Men 1, we actually got to meet Hugh Jackman for the first time as an actor. Yes, we wow. did. Wow. Mm. Just, say, just saying. So, anyways. Any other comments from Marvel versus DC, guys? Mm. I think we're pretty much good. What do you guys think? I'm good. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm there is one talking. more thing. Yes. One more thing. Hugh Jackman's going to be the next Deadpool movie. Yes, yeah, that is confirmed. Hugh Jackman is back. Speaking of Deadpool, Justin, you. did you get you that thing? Wolverine and Deadpool 3? Yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of Deadpool, Justin, did you get that thing I sent you? Yeah, I saw it. Deadpool was on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh. <laughs> Probably saw a lot. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. Listen, anyways, we can go on and on about Marvel and DC all night and which one's better, which one's worse, whatever. Uh, movie-wise, comic-wise, character-wise, whatever. We can go on for a long time. Anyways. All night long. All night long. We're having a special long show for tonight. Let's jump over to – what was the next topic again? Um. You want to go? You want to? You want to save that? Uh, that thing we've been trying like for last time because it's probably gonna be the most strenuous one. Uh, sure. What do you guys want to do? That that big one I was telling you about—the one I've been wanting. Let's save that one for last, just because it's gonna be the most strenuous. So okay, so let's move on to the music topics then. Oh, cool. So we have two music topics for you. First, we got one. The first music topic is which one are we gonna do first? Okay, which one do we want to do first? Boy bands or Super Bowl halftime? Let's take a yeah, boy bands. Okay, we are doing boy bands. That was really quick. That's what I'm wondering because I've been thinking about it. Yeah. You say the Beatles are the OG boy bands. You band. know what? Come to think about it, OG this opens up a good conversation. Band. They are. This opens up an interesting conversation. Once you come to think about it, and in, JT and I have talked about this before when we did like our music. Oh, our music through the decades, which we highly recommend you should check out. Um, ooh, and I got another idea for that. That I'm kind of just make it, making this up as I go along. We'll do that after this segment, if that's okay. I have an idea. I'm sorry, I just came up with it. Um, 
ideas are fun, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, here's the thing, because we talked about this, you know, JT and I talked about this when we did the 60s in our um, music through the decades. Mm-hmm. We did. The Beatles, and even when you get into like the Motown groups like the Temptations and the Four Tops and other groups like Frankie Val and the Four Seasons, not Motown, but stay with me. Once you think about it, they were, once you think about it, they were the original boy bands. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What do you, what do you guys think? Absolutely right. And don't forget the Beach Boys. Oh, DBB, baby. I mean, they had the same hair, the same, they dressed the same. Um, they were chased around by women everywhere they <laughs> went. They were a boy I band. Get that. They were, you know, maybe because I think one of the defining thing is like sort of that close harmony vocal style mm-hmm. is also a big definition of boy bands. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Agree. All right. So while we talk about this, I have to ask, should we include those type of groups or should we just go right 80s and 90s and whatever? What do you guys think? Oh, we have already I, mentioned um, being... Should we include them in this debate? What do you guys think? I I kind of just wanted to bring it up just because it's an interesting conversation to be had, but no, could we can continue also, this conversation? It, it is interesting. It is also a cop-out answer. No, I do so. want to ask you, Justin. Why do you think the Beatles are the original boy band? I'm gonna let you two chime in. I want to hear Justin's argument here. Okay, so let's look at the Beatles, all right? They... Oh, by the way, Justin. By the way, Justin, mm-hmm. I saw the. I when I was in Vegas, I saw the uh, Cirque du Soleil Beatles show. Yeah, it was amazing. Right. It was absolutely amazing. Right. It was so good. Now you see why I gush over it so much. It was so good. Okay. Uh, for those of you, I was in Vegas for the past week. I just got back last night. But when I was there, one of the things I did is I saw the Beatles love Cirque du Soleil show at the Mirage. And it was freaking awesome. It was freaking amazing. I remember, Justin, when you said it, you said you felt like crying during it. Remember? Mm-hmm. See, I remember that when you said that. Now, can you figure out what part that was? Um, I'm going to say it's the one my guitar gently weeps. No. Okay. Was it the, uh, was it yesterday? Nope. Was it the, uh, right before the Hey Jude? Nope. Okay, what was it? It was... The ending of Glass Onion into uh, Eleanor Rigby. Oh, that was really good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and one more thing before we get on to this conversation. Um, But, no, you know what I really liked when they were playing that uh, that Indian sounding song? I forgot the name of it. Within You, Without You? I think that was it. And they had like that giant like parachute type thing. Yeah. That I thought was really cool. And, yes. and I really like how they use the song for the benefit of Mr. Kite. 
Oh, I love that version. You know what? Because for the benefit of Mr. Kite, I think it's a very underrated Beatles song. It is. For the benefit of Mr. Kite, there's going to be a show tonight. Trampolines. And, you know, I think like of the people I was with, I was like one of the only people in that group who knew that song. <laughs> wow, people. But, um, but yeah, it was a really, yeah, but any, if anyone's in Vegas, go see that. It's absolutely phenomenal. I was, JT, I was talking about the uh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Beatles show, love. Go see it. It's absolutely amazing. Okay. I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. We we had to gush. We had to gush. Sorry. Sorry. I know you guys don't want to hear me talk about my trip all day. So, anyway. Um, but, anyway, yeah, the Beatles. Um, okay, so why would you say to the original boy band, Justin? All right. Well, let's take a look at them. They dress the same, they have the same haircut, they get chased around by women everywhere they went, the whole Beatlemania thing. You look at the boy band today, um, they, they're kind of the same thing. They're meant to have a certain hairstyle, they're meant to have a certain look, they're meant to attract young women everywhere they go. It's BTS. <laughs> it's modeled. That's the only one I know that's a current boy band today. Big time rush. Big time rush. You had. Oh, yeah, they reunited. Uh, I think you had Backstreet Boys. You had One Direction. One Direction. All One these... D, baby. One <laughs> D. All these groups that like women just went gaga over. In sync in the Backstreet Boys, anyone? We're gonna get there. Oh, don't forget Boys to Men as well. Oh, Boys to Men. Or if you want to get a little soulful, Justin, I would literally pay you just to say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a t shirt. (laughs) Ali, take note of that. Someone do it. Someone do it. It's gonna be next to our. It's gonna be next to just to our favorite saying that Justin said. May I say what it is? Go ahead. We were talking about the Kardashians. Ew. And just Justin said this. All this over a sex tape. <laughs> I mean, Greatest think about quote it. Ever. That's how they got famous. Kim Kardashian well, I mean, made a sex tape, and that's how we got where we are. God bless America. God bless America. I will the say though, what are they meant to do in life anyway? You know what? Living the American dream. <laughs> oh, influencers. How you love it, influence? Sex tape, have people watch it, and then boom, you have you're oh. famous. How am I being influenced by this? <laughs> you're not. That's uh, the point. Okay, okay, we're getting really off topic here. Um, I know. All right, back to the Beatles. Yeah, before I start talking about other boy. shit. Um, but oh, anyway. But, yeah, but sort of like that. And also, what about what about like music style, too? Do you think maybe it's sort of like band boyish, too? Like, I feel the like a lot of them are four all poppy. Years. Actually, the first three years, 
all had no the first four all had a very similar sound to it. It was all that very 60s close harmony. Yeah. And they were the pioneers of that. You know, it's kind of their bread and butter. But it goes without saying that that's what it sounded like. Um, it all kind of blended together a little bit at a point. Um, like, we all know their big hits from those days, but all of their side songs all kind of blend together. I can see that. Um, um, and I, and that's kind of the same thing with boy bands. <laughs> you know, yeah. the hits, but all their other stuff just fades in the background. I would say post Rubber Soul, that's, I think, when the Beatles started changing their sound. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Post Rubber Soul, that's where I think they started changing their so sound. Even with Rubber Soul, they were changing their sound a bit. Yeah, I agree. I think after that, their sounds, yeah, I would say even on Rubber Soul, they're, they're, their sound became a little more grittier. Even mm -hmm. the lyrics, too. You look at like a song like um, Norwegian Wood. The Norwegian Wood. Yeah, exactly. I once had a girl, she once had me. She told me her room, Norwegian Wood, or whatever it was called. I was like, what? Yeah. And also, and then on she Revolver. left him and then she set the building on fire. My God. Revolver which I think is probably one of the most underrated Beatles album. Yep. Hmm. My favorite song off that album. Justin, or I'm going to start with you. Do, you. do you think you can guess what my favorite song off that album is? Uh, Tomorrow Never Knows. Taxman. Oh. Because I really think this was the time when George Harrison was really emergent as a songwriter. Mm. Oh yeah, and that that was a serious song. Once you think about it, when um when um when um because this song um I think it was about tax hikes in Britain. Yeah, because because the line in the background, the ah ah, Mister Wilson. Mr. Heath, which were both British prime ministers at the time. Yeah. And the lyrics are kind of dark in a way. Hear me out. Do not, don't ask me what I want it for if you don't want to pay some more. My advice to those who die leave your pennies on your eyes. <laughs> Whoa. Ah, that wry British humor. Yeah, my advice to those who die, leave your pennies on your eyes. That That is kind of dark. Yeah. Or goes, because I'm a tax man, yeah. And then the, yeah, and you're working for no one but me. The official song for April 15th. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think 
Rubber Soul and Revolver, I think that's when the Beatles saw their sound starting getting grittier and their songs started becoming darker. Correct me if I'm wrong. Eleanor Rigby was also on Revolver too, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, so is God to got, got to get you into my life, and uh, you know what that? that song's about, folks? What the good ganja? It's about weed. Hmm. Yeah, got to get you into my life. It's about weed. Yep. Got to get you into my life. Da, 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 da. Whether you do it or not, we don't judge. We don't judge here. Oh, God. Um, you can do it whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, I, I, I have Revolver on. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I, I call, for, for those of you who don't know, follow us on our social media accounts at the Super Brew Show because one of the things I did was I posted my, um, the, my vinyl collection on there as well. I actually have Revolver on vinyl. I've listened to it. And I'm like, this is the first time they actually start having like different. We, we're we're getting into a Beatles debate, like, but like, this is the first time they have different sounds and stuff too, that you almost can identify what it is. Yeah, I would say like with albums, I would say Sergeant Pepper was sort of like the more psychedelic, psychedelicish type sound. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper's. But would you say like Sergeant Pepper's only heart that album started the whole psychedelic rock era in the sixties? Uh, Beach Boys Pet Sounds, anyone? That's true. Because, you know, I've always said this with Pet Sounds and, and like the Beatles. Um, Rubber Soul inspired Brian Wilson to do Pet Sounds. Oh. And Pet Sounds got the Beatles to do Sgt. Pepper. Yes. Wow. So I think Pet Sounds yes. was a response to Rubber Soul. Sgt. Pepper was a response to Pet Sound, which Justin has still not listened to. You have not listened to Pet Sounds? What's wrong it's with on you? my list. How dare Courtney's you? favorite album, and God only knows, is like his favorite song. How dare you? Sure. I will order you the album on Christ- for Christmas. On record. Hey, I have a record player. God only Me too. knows what I'd be without you. I um, just need a... A chord for my okay, uh, <laughs> okay, we're getting really off topic here, aren't we? Um, boy bands, boy bands. No, but you know what? I want to ask if you think this other group is a boy band. Oh, boy. Justin, you're very scared, aren't you? Who? What are you thinking? Jackson 5. Yes. Yeah. You think they're a boy band? They're like a family boy band in some ways. Managed by their father. Who, uh... Less said about him, the better. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know what? Since we're talking about... The okay, Jackson I, 5 was the original and sync. You know, since because we're talking about it... Michael to... was the star, much like Justin was the star. Ooh, hard Ooh. to argue against that, my friend. But I just want to say before we go on, I have to address something. And I have to address something really serious. Okay. A couple weeks ago, when we did the 70s in our music journey, I had stated a rumor that was spread that Joe Jackson gave Michael puberty blockers. 
That was something I heard from someone and I tried looking it up. I always say, you ask 50 different people, what are you going to get? 50 different answers. You're going to get 50 different answers. But then I ha- I had couldn't, it had looked that from a lot of the sources I was saying, seeing that that was, this is where I'm leaning. I could be wrong, but that was not true. So if any of the Jackson family is watching this, I am sorry. I did not mean to defame the character of your father. That was an accident. Please don't sue me. Um, Dr. Conrad Murray said that he did, but I don't believe what that man says, so. Yeah, best not to believe a criminal. Yeah, I'm not going to believe Dr. Conrad Murray. Um, He was convicted by a jury of his peers. Wow. Um, So I, from what I'm saying, that was not true. I had to address it. I am very sorry that I gave life to that rumor. Please don't sue me. I have For those who are looking to sue, Bill Murphy, his address is... Shut up! <laughs> yes. Or call uh, 1-800. God, Bill. Bill. <laughs> okay. All right, let's uh, continue. All right, so boy bands, boy bands, boy bands, boy bands. We'll, we'll, we'll get to modern ones in a second. But I just want to say, someone just pointed something out to me in the chat board. It said, my, my dad says barbershop quartets are the original boy bands. Oh, interesting point. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but did they I mean, get if you really think about around it, by women? <laughs> Justin, you were the real MVP for tonight. Congratulations. Okay, that's listen, a, that's there a are pretty hefty statement there, you know? There are criteria that must be met. <laughs> And what are those criteria? Hell of I know. I mean, I technically a boy band could just know. be like, couldn't a boy band just be like a group of men? Like, like couldn't a boy band be like just a group of a group of men or or very younger, attractive men or whatever um, that just sing? Yeah. Interesting point. Let's. Can we talk about? Um, you know what it kind of reminds me of. Um, there was a Simpsons episode. It was like an early one. It was like season four or five. It's yeah. It was the Homer's Barbershop Quartet episode. It's like oh, you you know oh, what I'm yeah. getting at, at Allie. Thank you. So I'm not crazy. Are you sure you're not crazy? At least not according not according to the New York State Board of Psychiatrists. <laughs> oh, um, I've been meaning to tell you, Bill. Um, they called when I was away again, Justin. Listen, yeah, someone has to screen your calls. Contact. What was that? Listen, someone had to screen your calls. Okay, what do they say? Uh, they're amending their decision. <laughs> Am I considered crazy or insane? Both. Uh, make sure of both. You're crazy or crazy? Crazy, that's it. <laughs> that sounds like a name of a band. We should, you no, know, when you were thinking about the Simpsons one, I was also thinking about the Family Guy one. Sadly, I don't want to talk about it, but you know, 
that little. Oh, we've, but let, let me tell you the Simpsons one, and you get. But it's like the, that episode, that band is treated like it's supposed to be like a spoof on Beatlemania. Oh. With, with um, screaming women and sort of like the boy band thing that took place years later. Yeah. Um, but also one thing I that seems very synonymous with the boy band concept is that it is a product of the record company. Because you know what? A lot of these boy bands, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I have to. Say it. They're a bunch of soulless corporate inventions. Cash cows. And they're mooing. <laughs> Listen to the musical moves of the cash cows. <laughs> they're milking us money. <laughs> they're milking me money. They are so what is happening? corporate productions of the record companies. <laughs> but God, we are twisted today. <laughs> You want us to talk, about, more to talk about a lecture about, I don't know, nothing? Of course I'm twisted. I just got back from Vegas. Um, anyway. Oh, you got twisted in all sorts of directions. <laughs> Dude, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> My new wife was going to come here tonight, but we ended up getting divorced after three days. But it was a fun three days. <laughs> um, anyway. Be able no, to get a president in nine months. What was that, Justin? I hope you don't get a president in nine months. Just for the record, I didn't get married in Vegas. Uh, that was a joke. I know. Um, what if I did? Would you guys be like deeply questioned in my judgment? Yes. You know Just my very much, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway. Um, so anyway. Yeah, but your, your father's point, I could see that. The because I, I was like randomly watching a video from Disney one at a couple of years ago from Disney where they have a barbershop quartet there called the Dapper Dans. And they did a collection of boy band songs and they started off the We Are the Original Boy Band, which you know what? Yeah. Good point. Good point. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Good point. So I guess thumbs up, Mr. Mahoney. Congratulations. Thumbs up. So I guess that, that's how the battle ends. It all starts with the barbershop. Yeah, but no, we still got to talk about other things when it comes to boy bands, so let's Wait. do it. New kids on the block. And so, I don't know so we got the right stuff then, don't we? We got the right stuff. <laughs> oh, they are totally a boy band. Don't even get me started. They are. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 The right stuff. Or how about hang tough? Yeah, so anyway, so what's everyone's thoughts on New Kids of the Block? I only know a couple of their 80s songs. Cheese. But Donnie's brother, Donnie Wahlberg, his brother made the, one of the greatest songs of all time. It got that good. Vibrations. Vibrations. Oh, okay. 
Sweet sensation. It's about that time for the rhythm and the rhyme. I think just like just randomly blast that song whenever. What do you guys think? Yeah, see what happens to you. Okay, so okay, I'll be honest. I don't know much about New Kids on the Block. You guys know like anything? Just a couple songs. That's it. All right. Yeah, let's I, I just, I just uh, played my hand with those two songs. <laughs> what? Hang tough and hang tough and the right stuff. Step by step. Don't know it. Oh, I, a little bit of step by step. Yeah, but everything else, I don't really know much. New Kids on the Block. But then again, that's how I am with most boy bands. Or modern pop music in general with you, Justin. Mm-hmm. What, what can I say? I mean, yeah, then again, look at what most that. modern pop music is. Most pop music nowadays, aside from like 5% of what's on the radio, is like new artists or one-hit wonders. Or TikTok stars. Or, or TikTok. Hold on, <laughs> gentlemen. I'll be and lady. I'll be back in one second. So I'm a gentleman. Oh God. Well, anyways, <laughs> sorry. I, sorry, I stepped away for a second. I had to go get some water. Um, because we're going long tonight, ladies and gents. Long, long, long time tonight. Uh, new kids on the block. I mean, they're obviously one of the big ones in the '80s. But I, I will say though, I will say this though, if you really think about it, I mean. New Kids on the Block was like the Security? Okay, who's driving over the Bills house to talk about? It's real music. People suck. Machines are so awesome. Oh, when I was in the frat, when I did the frat, guys, oh my God, we had so much sex. I got so drunk listening to EDM and had the best ecstasy ever. It was awesome, dude. <laughs> now that we would be at music you guys listen to, turn down for what? Uh... We'll be back after these messages. Oh, God. Did he get out of the cage again? What the hell was that? This segment is brought to you by... JT, the 2010 sideways hat frat boy guy. Come back. Yes. Yes, he did. Oh, God. Okay. You you know what happened? Remember when we kept him in that cage, JT? Yeah. I got arrested. Uh... Apparently, keeping him in a cage is illegal. But then when no. they found out how annoying he was, they dropped all the charges. And then he deserved to be... Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, he got out of his cage again, folks. All right, well, if he comes back out, just give us a forewarning that he's coming out first, okay? What was that? If he comes back out, if you see him coming out, just give us a warning first. Okay. I... There was no preparation for that. <laughs> there was p- p- podcast listeners. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, we had a good laugh on that one, didn't we? They're probably like, "What the hell is going on with Bill?" Has yeah, like just three like years or four? He's probably, you know, same kind of laugh you get out of got fingered. He's still recovering from Vegas, people. Uh, we love anyway, you. Man. Anyway, now that that's over, um, ay, ay, ay. yeah, he's changed his look though. He has sunglasses now. Wow, that's a big change in look. Um. <laughs> Turned out for what? <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> anyway, okay, getting back to boy bands. Yeah, I don't really know much about New Kids on the Block. Well, I don't know much about New Kids on the Block, but I feel like there's something we all can kind of touch on a little bit more, which is the Backstreet yep. Boys. Oh, yeah. Everybody, hey. yeah, you are Everybody. my fire. We're singing no like three one. different songs here. Oh God! Backstreet's back. All right. Oh, oh my God! And gosh. even like in their newer songs, it's still good. Yeah, they released that. Was it "Don't Go Breaking My Heart"? Yes. Wasn't that bad? I was like, "What? The the Backstreet Men are back? What's going on?" (laughs) Well, they are men now, so like we're no longer the Backstreet Boys. We're the Backstreet Backstreet Men. But wouldn't they be the Backstreet Boys to men? Backstreet Boys to men. And I really wanted to see them when they were in Bethel Woods. Oh yeah, they they came there recently. Yeah. Allie, did you want to go or? I don't know when. The, well, again, I don't know when they'll be back in Bethel. No, Bill, man, did you want to go when they were there? I would have went with you if you wanted to go. I did. Bill, do you but smell again, a road trip? The next day. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a Backstreet Boys themed trip. No. Oh, do we have to? No, we, <laughs> no, we don't have to. It's fine. Do, what, can um, I, do we have to bring 2010 sideways hat frat boy guy? No, not yet. Back in again, Bill. I will be driving an hour Saturday into Sunday, and we'll go from there. Please (laughs) take him. I hated this guy. What do you want? A baseball bat? Um, (laughs) I don't think we should be discussing how we're going to assault someone on air. Um, oh god, (laughs) who doesn't? Who may or may not be just be me in a baseball hat and sunglasses? Who knows? Oh my um, God. I'll go get the ju- You know, what, I'm just going to take charge here for a sec. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take charge here for a sec. Backstreet Boys are great, but how can we forget in sync? Oh, but I just wanted to ask, guys, get back to Backstreet Boys for one second. Get back to Backstreet for one second. Oh, What's your favorite Backstreet Boys song? Everybody, man. Everybody. I want it that way. Okay, I'm going to be the oddball out here. Quit playing games with my heart. Ooh. You okay. 90s cheese kid. Oh, don't forget Larger Than Life, too. That's a good one. It's just, okay, can we all agree Backstreet Boys is just a big, stunken, stinking hunk of 90s cheese? Yes. Yeah, but yes. the best kind of 90s cheese. It's Pepper Jack. I thought they were Gouda. <laughs> what a big Gouda. <laughs> it's just... It it's just pepper. Oh, are there? I sure wasn't Munster cheese. Ooh, uh-huh. chatter. 
Oh God, this has turned into us literally talking about cheese. <laughs> oh, well, you know it wasn't it was Oh, mm. you know what? They're a big stinking hunk of cheese, but you can't help by not like them. Mm-hmm. It's a guilty yeah. pleasure. Yep. All right. All right. In sync. Not a fan. Are right, the time to say bye bye bye? Outside of bye bye bye, that's about it. Bye bye bye. Yeah. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Okay, it's gonna I be mean, me. Yeah. The only two people I know from Ensign is Justin and Joey. And Seriously. Joey looked like he was thinner back then. And Pop, don't you ever wonder why? This and with more hair. Have... What was that? And with more hair. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I feel like Ensign was like all put together by my corporation. They're all my corporations. They're soulless corporate inventions. Oh my Milk god! Milking up the money now. Justin spaghetti hair. God, ramen so hair. Oh right. yeah, Justin was a blonde back then. Anyone else thing to say on Insane? Or should we move on to the next one? What else we got? Just uh, JT. Should we move up to the two thousands officially or two thousand tens? Yeah, I didn't know that there was any two thousand, but. 2010s, I guess we're going 1D. One direction, bitches. <laughs> you want to know something weird? You're insecure. Don't know what for. Or turning heads when you walk through the door. Or, when or. I was in Vegas in the casino, I actually heard a lot of One Direction. Nice. Good for you. But that's what makes uh, you beautiful, though. Because oh. you got that one thing. And it's a story of your life. Oh, story of my life. That is a story of my life. (laughs) I mean, I have no control over this conversation. What'd you say, Justin? I said, I mean, apparently Harry can act. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. My brother's girlfriend actually recently saw Harry Styles in concert. Yeah. And she said he was pretty good. Hmm. It's funny. I'm going up. Go ahead, JT. I was going to say, I mean, I have no control over this conversation. Oh, that's a deep cut. Sorry, I had to bring that up. Nah. No, but I guess when Harry brought out his first album, it's like, it felt like going back to that psychedelic Beatles album. Kind of does. With what? Kiwi and stuff like that? Yeah. Watermelon. Sign of the Times. No, no, no. What about sure was the second album? I'm talking about the oh, first yeah. one. Oh, the first one. Yeah, that. So, uh, what's everybody's favorite One Direction song? <laughs> That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> Justin, you could smack me for asking that question later. <sighs> I mean, if I had to uh, pick a song, um, what was the one that copied the Who song? Best song oh, ever. Best song ever. Yeah, sure. It's actually my favorite too. Yeah. I think the tie between that one and Live While We're Young. Ooh. And we dance all night to the best song ever. Song. You have you have three. Here's your entertainment for the evening, folks. Three grown men and one grown woman talk about One Direction. <laughs> my generation. 
of music. I grew up with this in high school. Yeah, when, I they, when they got big, Justin, you and I, I think, were like, what, just finishing high school, starting college when they got big, I think. Yep. So. I was in middle school. Jesus Christ. That's what made you beautiful was like the big song out there my freshman year of college. It was everywhere. It was played on every radio station for like 20 times a day. But you know what? Given the current state of pop songs, not it all makes, that bad. It, it makes this song look like freaking Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Anything else about One Direction? What does everyone think of Harry Styles' solo career? I like Watermelon Sugar. Hi! Sorry. <laughs> I'm always a sign of the times person. Yeah. That emotional Ooh, ballad. You know what? There's one song I actually do. When we were talking about NSYNC, I wanted to ask this question. What's your favorite Justin, since you guys aren't really NSYNC people, what's your favorite Justin Timberlake solo song? I can't stop the feeling, Bill. <laughs> okay. Bill, are you sure you're not bringing sexy back? Oh, <laughs> that, song. that was a good one. So, Allie, is it sexy back? You know, Bill, what goes around, <laughs> it comes back around. I hate all of you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, but that's Moana. So, that's not Justin Timberlake. Now, to me, it's a tie. To me, I would say it's a toss up between suit and tie. Because that's sort of the more RB type. Justin Timberlake more than the pop mm-hmm. stuff. And then you got um what's the other one? The uh, other RB? The me I really like the mirror. I don't wanna lose you now. That song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think we got one more boy band to talk about. Then we got two other topics we gotta get to. So are we going BTS? We're going. I don't know much about them, but BTS. They're yeah, like really right now the current pop, the current K-pop <coughs> band. I don't listen to K-pop. I do like the song. I think Dynamite's not too bad. Dynamite. Oh, ooh, like oh. they have some good songs here and there. Like I honestly, for me, like what made me feel like I love them. Somehow, when they had the butter song in a Samsung commercial. Mm. If you and haven't seen it, go check it out. Is butter really a condiment that's worth making a song about? But it's smooth like butter. Um, I really have no much to contribute to on this. You guys? Yeah, I really don't either. Yeah, uh, not really a lot. I mean, okay, I know like... You know, if you had to rank do... boy bands, how would you guys Please, do it? BTS Army, do not come after us. I know. I mean, I know one thing. Hold on. Is I think BTS had to serve time, are serving time now, currently in South Korea. Oh, no. Serving time? For what? Military. Uh. Ah. So, um, how would we rank the boy bands? So, should we just all go around and say our favorite boy band after all this? Yes. All right. To show that chivalry is not dead, ladies first. Still the Beatles. 
Okay. Justin? If, if we're including them, yeah, it's the Beatles. Yeah, I'm going to say that too. Jay. Yeah, it's, I'm going to say Big Time Rush. I'm just kidding. It's the Beatles. <laughs> okay, we're not <laughs> including the Beatles. We are not including the Beatles. If, no. if we weren't including them? Yeah, if we're we not, were including, not them. including the Beatles. That's tough. Is it still my turn? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, One Direction. Okay. Allie? Going Backstreet Boys. Justin? Boys to Men. Oh, (laughs) interesting. To me... I'm gonna have to say in sync. So you're going bye bye bye. I'm going bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. But I really do like the Backstreet Boys too. So, okay, you're welcome, folks. All right. Um, we actually have a we're moving on to a new topic, and it's a music related. And this was one that Allie came up with. Allie, would you like to explain? Yeah, I did. So most recently, they've announced that this year's halftime. Super Bowl halftime show is played by Rihanna. And I know Bill and I had all these conversations like, okay, so who do you think would host it? So let's say this. It is a year from now. And you're about to make... Actually, if you want to get technical, it's four months from now. Four months from now. Okay. No, I'm talking about the next Super Bowl. Okay. And you are in charge of making your own halftime show. All right. You know what? Let's start with Justin. Ah, jeez. And, but there's a twist. Twist. You cannot choose anybody who has already played in the half. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to win this argument. I need a list then. More on five. You might want to put put up Wikipedia, JT. Yeah, Yeah, more of a Wikipedia (laughs) thing than. uh, Scroll up. I missed it. Oh, there we go. Okay, let's see here. So that means, and they also have to be alive. Right. Yeah, because uh, if you're dead, you really can't come because you're dead. And if it's a band, majority have to be living. So I right. said. Uh, hmm. So no new kids on the block. Wait, Damn they're it. dead? Yeah, they know. were on there. Okay. Oh, boys boys and men. No Gloria Estefan, no Stevie Wonder. No Queen Latifah. No Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera. Enrique. Aerosmith, Aerosmith and You too, Shania Twain, no doubt. Jessica Simpson, yeah. Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, Justin Timberlake again. Because remember, oh. we're going to have you naked. Paul McCartney, Rolling Stone. Stones. Springsteen. Prince. Tom Petty. Now JT will go cry in the corner because we mentioned Springsteen. I already knew about that. I remember watching that one. Oh. Donna, Beyonce, Bruno. Katie, Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno, Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Thank goodness no Travis Scott. Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Bad Bunny, Weekend, Rihanna. Okay. Okay. Let's start with Justin. Well, I did notice that there was one band, and yes, it is a band, that was not mentioned. And that is 
and I'm hopeful that they would continue going on after their recent loss, but it is the Foo Fighters. I literally said they should have hosted this year's halftime show. I agree. I think that would be an awesome show. They are the ultimate showmen of rock. They know how to get the party going, keep the party going, and just (coughs) go all the way. I think that'd be an awesome halftime show. What do you guys think? Yes. It would be comparable to that amazing Who halftime show. Mm. Um, you know, they would create this medley of what's essentially their greatest hits. And yeah, it won't be the same without Taylor, but you do it um, for Taylor. You do it for Taylor. You do it in his honor. You do it in his name. In his honor. Just saying. 2005 album. Best of you. Sorry. I do. Mm. Okay. I just think that show would be awesome. And Justin, I'm going to add a little caveat to this one, Allie, if you don't mind. Go for it. You pick the set list. Oh, that's going to be tough. Okay. Oh, easy peasy for me, baby. Um, I'm going to go for You need monkey wrench in there. Okay. Um, my hero. Okay. That could be a nice tribute to Taylor. Yeah. Um, never surrender. I mean, pretender. Pretender. Sorry. Yeah. Or have times like these. I don't know that one. It's times like these you learn to live again. Um. Oh, that song. You know what? Yeah, put that in there. Um. Ever long. I think that would be the closer. I think there should be one Nirvana song in there. Yeah. Uh, but would it be Smells Like Teen Spirit or no? No, not Smells Like Teen Spirit. Um, in Bloom? Come As You Are? Baby? Um, about a girl. It's going. I just feel like there should be one in there, you know? And maybe like the other guy from uh, Nirvana comes. Uh, Chris Novoselic. Yeah. He's a strange bird. Yeah. Anything else on the list, Justin? Or? Um, you guys will think I'm nuts, but you should be dancing. Okay. Oh, I heard that live. Because 
the last album they did before Taylor passed was a cover album of BG songs. Oh wow! It was so great. That would be great to add in there. And their version of "You Should Be Dancing" is amazing. I heard it. I gotta listen to that one day. It was awesome. There's a music video on YouTube and everything. Wow. The DGs. Yep, the DGs. The DGs. Yeah, but I mean, that sounds like a good band. What are they? They're disco and rock in one band. You know what? <laughs> Justin, because I feel I'm another might need a second choice. Justin, what would be your second choice for a halftime show? Ah, Stop okay. making things complicated, Bill. I can make them complicated all I want. You know what? You wanted the best. You got the best. The hottest band in the world. <laughs> Kiss. Okay. I am all for this. Oh my God. Go on. <laughs> they are meant for the Super Bowl. I've never thought. I thought they would get it before the Stones would get it. This all right. Show. Set list. Shout out loud. Okay. As their opener. Detroit Rock City. Lick it up. Um, you need to do uh, the Black Diamond song so Gene Simmons can do the blood thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Um, rock and roll all night. Mm. And uh, hmm. and Beth, get all the grown men crying. <laughs> yes. Oh, you could do that with forever too. Oh, that's Ooh. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you have a good set list there. Okay. Miss Allie, what is your picks? So when I first thought of this, the the first thing that came to my mind was the Hella Mega Tour that was happening like a year ago. And then the I decided we'll split into two. So the first Super Bowl halftime show I would love to see is a Green Day halftime show. Okay. With Weezer. Hmm. Like have them reunite. All right. Oh my god, you're making me like get all giddy. <laughs> I mean, first off, they gotta open up with American Idiot. They have to open up with American Idiot. I'm adding in 21 guns, basket case. Long adding of Broken Dreams, Wake Me Up When September Ends, Weezer will probably add like Beverly Hills in Africa. <laughs> and um, Island in the Sun. Yeah, a little island in the sun in there. Yeah. And for Green Day to end it, of course you have to end it with with, with good riddance. Not yeah. bad. That's a good one. That's a good list. And then Bill, who decided I should have a second option. <laughs> because I had two choices and I didn't want to make a cop. I didn't want to I want to give you all equal time and not just have myself blab. 
Well, my second option is another mashup, a li- like a little bit of a mashup. Okay. Of two of, of two of my favorite bands that have never performed a Super Bowl halftime show. Who? Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco. Ooh, that's a good one. This one would be a little bit tougher because how do you? Because I'm thinking about how it was with the Shakira Jennifer Lopez halftime show. How do you put all their music in like 15 minutes? 15 minutes. But I feel like definitely for the fallout boys side, we have to have my songs know what you did in the dark. We gotta have dance dance. We gotta have centuries. I'm gonna say Uma Thurman. I'll probably be like six and six in some ways. I don't honestly, it's gonna be a lot of them. Uh Panic, Victorious, Death of a Bachelor. Oh my god, I'm having a I'm having a I'm having a blank out for a second. Sins, not tragedies. Thank you. You know what would be a good one for Four Lap Way to end with? What? Sugar would going down. Oh, that would be amazing. I actually see. High hopes for. Uh, yes, but thank you guys. Like I don't know what happened. I just blanked. I'm gonna add another one that people might not like. I love Last of the Real Ones from Fall Out Boy, so I'm like, I would love to hear that one in there. All right. All right, JT, over to you, my friend. Well, I have three. Oh. I came prepared. Mm-hmm. First things first. And the, the, I'm surprised that even when the time when The Who and Tom Petty and The Stones were performing, I'm really surprised they didn't get Metallica. Oh, oh I was thinking oh, Metallica. And you have to, you have here's the, you have to factor in a couple things. You guys were listening off like five or six songs each like for a couple of them. I mean, remember, the, say they have 12 minutes to perform. So they, they, they will probably, I mean, realistically, in a dream scenario, we could probably get like four songs in there. You know what I mean? Right. For, for me personally, they, given that a lot of their songs are really long as it is, I would say you open up your set list with, for Metallica, personally, you open up with... um. Oh God! What is it called? Um, I'm forgetting the name. Never heard of that up, song. No, yeah, right. Uh, you open up with uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls." Mm. Okay, that's the first one. Second one is "Sad but True." Nothing else matters. Enter Sandman. There, you're done. That's a good set list. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And, and Metallica would, if Metallica, if you're listening to us, talk to the NFL, and we'd love to have you. <laughs> Uh, all right, my other one. Bring the kids. Yeah, bring the kids. Have the explosions go off. Have all the the adults head banging. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> my second one, and me and my lovely missus just saw them. But Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh, okay. well, technically they were in the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, we'll allow so, it. Well, but they only played one song, so I guess we'll allow it. All right, all right. Well, I mean, technically they were they were before the actual performance, though. No. I'm talking about like um like you know how like Coldplay headlined or like um right or like the Rolling Stones. I'm talking about like they headlined the halftime show. I would flip out. Here's what you do. You have you, as as great as a song as it is. You don't play under the bridge because that's like a, kind of like a slow ballad kind of thing. What you because we just saw them live. You would do. You open up with "Can't Stop" 
Ooh. you know, can't stop addicted to the shindig, <laughs> right? Then you go into uh, Give It Away from Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Give it away, give it away. And I got to tell yeah. you, when, when we saw them live, the crowd was going ballistic during that song. So why not have wow. an entire stadium people doing that? That's me. Then you end with By The Way. You know, the, the, that one's like, by the way, I tried to say whatever. Right? Is Californication going to be in it? Yes. It's too long, though, is it? Is you it too long? It. You can condense it. I, I, I would say if, if you're going to fit one long song in there, I would put Californication probably right before By the Way. Or either 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 right before Give It Away or right before By the Way. You don't open up with that. You open up with Can't Stop. Uh, you know, that, that, that makes more sense. Can't Stop, Californication, um, Give It Away, and By the Way. Done. Okay. There's your Red Hot Chili Peppers halftime show. NFL, you can pay me later. <laughs> and I will distribute out my money to my lovely co-hosts here as well tonight um, for, for their <laughs> fair share. My third one, and I'm surprised that no one has thought of this. Yes, they did it like they did like an opening thing, like for like they de- they didn't headline the halftime show. They have never headlined it, and it boggles my mind that they did not do this yet. But Journey. Oh. Ooh. Oh! You open up with separate ways. Yeah, they're kind of made for it. They, 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 <laughs> they're made to do the halftime. Show. I don't understand. So, like Journey, the band, they they do this right. They go, here's the deal. Journey headlines the halftime show. They open up with separate ways. They do any way you want it. Lights and don't stop believing. You're done. Nice. T- tell well, me how that does not work. You should do like faithfully or open arms before don't stop believing. Well, I mean. Yes, but I say the set list I said because when I saw them get inducted into the Rock and Roll, I wasn't I wasn't there, but I saw the line. When they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, all they did was play three songs. They played Separate Ways, they played Lights, and they played Don't Stop Believing, and the whole crowd was into it. Yeah, but something you also have to realize is when you're doing the halftime show, there it's not that you're playing the whole song. You're playing, playing like snippets of it. Yeah. Right. That's I keep, why I, I, I did what I did. That. I keep forgetting that they, they, they could easily shorten like a couple of songs or extend a couple you know, or whatever, you know? So, but I mean, can you imagine the halftime show, like with them playing lights and all 50,000 people have their phones out like that? That'd be so cool. That would be pretty yes. cool. And, and then they end with don't stop believing. And it's like, and then as Bill would say, dun, 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 and then they all go crazy. I think that would be a great halftime show. Wow. I would love to see that. I mean, that would, That'd be a really, I mean, I'm surprised I haven't contacted them yet. I mean, to have NFL, get on it. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, we all had good picks. So now there's one person who hasn't said anything. Who has Where is he? It's me, 2010 Boy Guy. <laughs> you know what I think would be the best halftime show ever? Just have like Swedish House Mafia, David Gooder. DJ John, total EDM festival. That's what I went to in Miami. I, I, I know I couldn't afford it originally because I lost Did my you job. Did you block him? Because I lost my job at PetSmart. Because I was smoking on the job. But no, I stole Bill's credit card and bought plane tickets and tickets to Miami. Oh, that is so great. Turned out for what happened in bed, Wait, can I just admit I stole Bill's credit card on, on, on live on YouTube? Did I just do that? Gotta go! 
He came back, didn't he? Yeah. Did he just admit he stole my credit card on YouTube? Yes. Did he? You know, I heard nothing. Yeah, yes, I, he stole your credit card. Oh, good. Now I have something to arrest him on. To have him arrested on. Good. I think he left. He said it was. He said he's bailing out. He's taking your father's car somewhere. Um. Anyway. Um. Okay. In all seriousness. Um. First of all, 2010 sideways hat frat boy guy can go fuck himself. Um. <laughs> second of all. Okay. Here would my here would be my picks. And I have some interesting picks here. I would have picked Journey too, but I got some other interesting picks here. Yes. What do you got? Bon Jovi. If he could sing. Oh. If he could sing. My, okay. I would open it with You Give Love a Bad Name. My, um, my second one would be It's My Life. Mm. I then I would pick uh, "Have a Nice Day." We gotta throw a ballad in there, "Bed of Roses." Then "Wanted Dead or Alive," and then of course, guess what the ending is? Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Well, we're going to throw a bonus song in there before Living on Prayer. Bring like some country music star out and do Who Says You Can't Go Home. Oh, Jennifer Nettles? Yes, get her in there. Okay, and here's my one. And I know you guys are going to scratch your head on this one. And I just recently saw this band in concert. JT should know he was there. The Killers. Oh, uh. What would you guys say to that halftime show? I'd be down. All right. Here's what the set list would be. Open up with Human. Actually, no. Open up with Somebody Told Me. Then Human. Then... When you were young, read my mind, and guess what you got to close with? Mr. Brightside. You got to close with Mr. Brightside. You know who'd make a uh, good featured artist for uh, Killers, though? Who? Use. Okay. Yes. That'd be interesting. The Uprising. I can see that, Justin. And give give it a little more of a a techy flair to it because you go to one of their concerts, you're in for a visual marvel. <laughs> that would be a good one. But you think they're really good? Justin, we're right in the NFL. <laughs> Wait, are all of us writing it? Writing to them? You know what? I'll write a letter and we'll all sign it. Yeah. So Roger Goodell, I know you're you're in trouble with Dan Snyder right now, but first of all, vote the bastard out. Nobody likes him. And two, 
You better be listening to me. Don't forget Rock Nation and Jay-Z. Okay. You better be listening to us, Roger. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we got for um, halftime shows. I think we all picked pretty good shows. What do you guys think? I realized after talking there was one more I forgot. All right, let's hear it. Billy Joel. Ooh! Oh, how come we've forgotten about Billy? What do you think, JT? I mean, only if it's in New York. That's only true. if it's in like New Jersey or whatever. Yeah, that's true. If the next Super Bowl, whenever the Super Bowl is back in New- in MetLife, and if he is still alive, we need Billy Joel. You can do it. Okay, we Billy Joel to perform Uptown Girl. What was the set an Italian restaurant? Okay. End it with Piano Man. Put a little pressure on it. Ooh, a little bit of Allentown. <laughs> I mean, we can go all night, to be honest. That one. God. Featuring an appearance John. by John in that. Ooh, that's true, too. And I know it would be a good Elton John Super Bowl set list. <laughs> Start with Benny and the Jets. Yep. Mm. Um, we adding I'm Still Standing? Oh, of course. We got to do that. Yeah. Ballad song would be Tiny Dancer. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. We end with Crocodile Rock. I was actually thinking about ending with Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Ooh, yeah, okay. that, yeah. But he might replace it with Sunday for one of his. Uh... Mm-hmm. Sunday oh. night uh, doesn't have the same ring. I, I mean, know, I'm also thinking Sunday there might be a second football. ballad too, and that's "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road." Okay, so he'll have two ballads to sing. All right. So, anyone else got any Super Bowl halftime things? Or I'm good. I'm done. Okay. Good. Well, now we got a we got one more thing for you guys. We wanted to do this for a while, right, JT? Yes, sir. And one of the things is because we couldn't get Justin here to do it, but now since he's here, I'm here. And Allie, I'm sure you're going to be great with this too. I hope so. And plus, I don't I don't know how long like. I'm going to be staying on for this because I have to go to work in the morning tomorrow. Okay. Um, so I might miss the ending. And if okay. so, I am so thankful to be here with you guys. Hold on one second. Okay. Here's what we've been. Here's my little project. That we've been that I've been working on for a while. Okay. Yes, be very afraid. How afraid? Okay. Okay, we are going to be doing. Everyone knows Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yes, yes, sir. And uh, we all know that they can't always, um, but they're not always right. You have a whiteboard on. I know. I'm fixing it right now. Are you (laughs) drawing? What? We discussed this. 
<laughs> okay. EDM. Uh, sideways hat, frat boy. Uh-huh. You know, next time, just put a marshmallow over your head. Put a bag over your head full of marshmallows. Okay, so here's the thing that we are doing. We are going to... Each one of us is going to name a franchise. We're going to see how Rotten Tomatoes ranks them. And then we're going to do our own ranking. Okay. All right. Who should go first? I guess I'll go. Using my cosmic wor- otherworldly powers. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger. <laughs> tiger, tiger. If he hollers, let him go. My mother said to pick the very best. Just pick somebody! And you, and you are it, Allie. Didn't I just say I volunteered as tribute a long time ago? <laughs> okay. I'm going to save some of the other ones for you guys, but I'm actually going to go with the Pixar series. Okay. Because you know Pixar has really good movies. Yes. Are we getting hot takes tonight? I think we are getting hot takes. Okay. Um, give me one second, folks. It's been one second. Give me, okay, give me a little bit, please. Huh. Okay, um, I don't know if it's going to help. Okay, okay. Sort by release date or? Uh, Let's go oldest. Okay. Since there's so many of them, we're going to breeze through this. Number one, okay, do we have to rank every single one? Uh, How about the top ten? Okay. Number, okay, should we combine well, audience and? Change it up. Instead of doing sort by release date oldest, sort right by... by tomato meter. Tomato meter, good. Okay, so we got number one is Toy Story 2. At 100% tomato, 87. Uh, Audience. Do you think 100% is warranted on this one? No, first off, if it's 100%, then it has to be the perfect movie. 100 Toy Story, 100%. Tomato, I don't even think Toy Story is a perfect movie. 92% audience. I'll be honest. The audience ratings are more accurate. On these, I agree. Okay, you know what we're gonna do. Okay, should we do? Should we do audience instead? No, no, no. Just leave it. Just leave it as a tomato. We can average the scores out. We can do that. We're battling the critics on this. We're battling the critics. I will average. Okay. I have a phone here, people. Okay. We have technology, people. Toy Story, a hundred percent tomato, not eighty-seven percent. Your average is ninety-three point five. Okay. Toy Story, 100%, 92%. Hold on. Your average is 96. Okay, so Toy Story is number one. Toy Story 2 is number two. So should we just start from there? Okay. Keep these, take notes of this alley, please, okay? How am I supposed to take notes? Okay. Number one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This requires a lot of work, Bill. Okay, you know what? Let's just go off on what the list is. We're just going off what the list is. Hold on. I'm writing it down. 
Uh, please do submit this for the record, Justin. Okay. Someone's supposed to be writing this down. Batman the Animated Series joke. Um, okay, can we just go by what we got here? Do you think that'll make our lives easier? You want to just go with the five? Like the top five instead of ten? What do you guys think? Five or ten? I mean, if we go five, it's all going to be Toy Story movies. No, not really. You want to go Let's meet in the middle. How about seven? Deal. All right. Okay. What Number one, say? Toy Story 2. Number two, Toy Story. Number three, Finding Nemo. Number four, Inside Out. Number five, Toy Story 3. Number six, Up. Number seven, Toy Story 4. Okay. You know what? We'll do ten because... Hold on, you are like going too fast for me. Okay. Go up and Toy Story 3. Hold on. I'm writing it down. Shall I continue? You can go past up. Okay, so four, five, six. I'm on number six, right? Mine six or seven? Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Coco. The Incredibles. Ratatouille. And Monsters, Inc. Okay, just stay at The Incredibles for now. I can get the rest from here. Okay. So, full disclosure. I have not seen Coco. And I have not seen Toy Story 3. Really? Boom. Yes. Um, okay, I got them all. Okay, so do we, Allie, since this was your pick, I'm going to let you go first. Do you agree or disagree with this ranking? And what would you rank differently? So, out of averaging them all, the one that was an outlier to me was The Incredibles. Because the audience thought it was 75%. It's an average of 86. And I'm like, really? They thought it was lo- that low? All right. I don't get it. It's That movie's great. So how would you, would you change the ranking at all, Allie? Or would you? I would definitely rank it at least like a 91, 92. Okay. As an audience member. I liked it. I, oh, I love the one of, my one of my favorites. Yes. Okay, so if you were to remake this, would you remake the list or would you keep it the way it is? Or what would you do, Allie? This would be really tough, to be honest. But I definitely would move the Incredibles up. That's for sure. Okay. I probably would move Finding Nemo up to the top. Okay. Just because of the whole story. I mean, Ratatouille, I'm not sure about. I mean, it it was good, but it's like, I'm not sure how I feel. Same with Toy Story 4. I felt like, I felt like Toy Story 4 went, was a little bit too high. No, I would put Toy Story 4 on the bottom. Yeah. Like, Toy Story 3 for me should also be up in the top. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I liked how Toy Story 3 ended. Why did we need a Toy Story 4? 
Okay. So what would you have as your number one? Out of the 10 here, number one would probably be Toy Story 3. Number two would be the first Toy Story. Three would be the same. That would be Nemo. Four would be Toy Story 2. Five would be The Incredibles. Six would be Monsters, Inc. Seven would be Up. Eight would be Inside Out. Oh, wait, there's 11. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Give me 11. I did? <laughs> I'll do it 11 then. Now you can ask the 11th. So I'm asking the one. Bill can't. The 11th was Monsters Inc. I am not asking Monsters Inc. Okay, fine. Then don't ask Monsters Inc. <laughs> I'll ask Toy Story 4. Okay, oh. fine. Nine would be Coco, 10 would be Ratatouille. Done. Okay, Justin. For uh, this list? Yep. Uh, okay. As I said, I have not seen Toy Story 3, and I have not seen Coco. So I can really only rank nine of these. That's fine. Okay. Um, number one, I would say would be Toy Story. Okay. Followed by The Incredibles. Followed by Ratatouille. Followed by, um, oh wait, I haven't seen Up either. Wow. I haven't seen okay. a lot of Pixar movies lately. Well, now no, you know what you just want to do. Do you just want to pick five from these lists then? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll pick five from this list. So I'd say Toy Story, then um, Incredibles, then Ratatouille, then Nemo, then Monsters Inc. Okay. JT. Yes. You can pick five or ten, whatever you want to do. And I'm I'm ranking them in my own ranking. Yeah. Okay. Uh what are the films again? From the okay. from the top from the top to the bottom. Toy Story 2, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Inside Out, Up, Toy Story 3. Toy Story 4, Coco, The Incredibles. Surprisingly, I'm putting both Ratatouille and Monsters, Inc. in there, so that's 11, and you could choose 10 or 5. I'm going to choose 5. Okay. Um, in no particular order for me, uh, The Incredibles. Okay. Uh, 
Bill, that says Coco. I want to make sure that says Coco. Can you scroll up for a sec? Can you scroll up for one sec? Yeah. Up. I'm going to say Incredibles. Up. Toy Story 3, actually. Can you scroll up as well? Can you scroll up again? I'm sorry. And I'll begin one more time. And inside out. Okay. That's my five. It is my turn. Yes. Are you doing five or 10? I don't know. Let's see what mood I'm in. My number one is Toy Story 3. Did we all swipe right? No, Justin hasn't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. What's wrong with you? My number two is... I went through a phase where I didn't see any animated movies, okay? I'm sorry. My number two is Finding Nemo. My number three is Toy Story... Actually, no. My number three would be The Incredibles. Mm. Okay. My number four would be Toy Story 2. Mm, Okay. My number five would be Inside Out. And I'll just do six. And my number six is Coco. It was a tough between Inside Out and Coco because I really liked Coco too. Wow. All right, that's Pixar. All right, what's the next franchise? Let's go to Justin. Okay. Um, so I was considering Batman. Okay. But I figured someone else was going to pick Batman. Okay. So, I decided I was going to choose a franchise I'm pretty sure no one here was going to choose. Okay. And that is uh, Harry Potter. I have barely watched any Harry Potter. Okay. I yield. So, I guess this is you and JT then. Yep, I've seen it. Okay. Big Potterhead. So, it looks like, Ali, we, uh, we abstain. Okay. Okay. So, are you including Return to Hogwarts and Twilight no, Houses? No, no. Just the main Harry Potter Fantastic Beast movies. Okay. And there are eleven in total. So you got to rank all eleven. Well, I've seen nine of the eleven. Oh, I've I've seen all the Harry Potters, but only one of the Fantastic Beast movies. So I think we should just do the Harry Potters. Let's just do Harry Potter. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, let's exclude spinoffs. Go. Okay. We have Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Um. Sure. Hold on, I know what to wait. Why isn't it doing the go to franchise? Okay, franchise. Yep, click on it. There you go. Tomato meter. Okay, that makes it easier. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Owls Part Two. Followed by Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Scroll down. 
Followed by Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Really? Okay. Followed by Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Followed by Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Followed by Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. Followed by Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And followed by Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 1. Interesting. All right. That's the lowest rated Harry Potter movie. All right. Justin, how would you rank these suckers? Well, I don't think that the Deathly Hallows Part 1 is the worst of them. No, it's not. Nor do I think Half-Blood Prince was all that great. So I think those two should be switched. Um, Chamber of Secrets, I would put below Sorcerer's Stone. Goblet of Fire. I don't know. Goblet of Fire was a weird one for me. You know, I'm. I will put Order of Phoenix above Goblet of Fire. Mm hmm. But I am moving Prisoner of Azkaban from number two to number one. That is the best Harry Potter movie. Okay. Are you good? Are you good? Do you yield? I yield. JT? My turn? Yes. All right. So here's how I personally rank them. I was just, I was just, just taking note as well. So, from best to worst, I would say Deathly Hollows Part Two, number one, best as far as the best one. Um, Okay. Yeah. It's still my number two. It's still a really good one. Yeah. I mean, Deathly Hollows Part Two, it's the ending. It's the ending of the, the story, which, and it was told in such an epic tale. Um, so Deathly Hallows Part 2. I'm actually going to go Order of the Phoenix. Personally, I'm going to go Deathly Hallows Part 1. I'm going to go Half-Blood Prince after that. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And then I'm going to do uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Goblet of Fire. Sorcerer Stone and Chamber Secrets. Is it seven, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's my rating. That's my ranking. Excuse me. Okay. Okay, so Prisoner of Azkaban's serving your back half. Yeah, I mean, it's the only reason why I put it that low was because it's always on. This isn't like a nitpick part of it. It's always on TV. Mm -hmm. And and I always catch that one, and I always catch Deathly Hollows Part One 
all the time. I, I, anytime I turn on TV, it's turn on, turn on my cable subscription. It, those it ones, does seem kind of funny that those that specific ones are on all the time. I'm like, I'm like you gotta be kidding me. At like the perfect hour. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, like, whenever I want to put it on, I just conveniently. Oh, it's. Uh, like, I, I love Half Blood Prince. Because it's it, it's it's, it's kind of like you're close to the end of the story, but at the same time you still got like that suspense and it's a lot of stuff that sets up the last two movies. Yes, but at the same time it's like oh my god, there's some dark stuff that goes on in that movie and it's so it's so scary. I saw the movie in theaters too. And I was like oh my god, what's happening? I remember Thursday yeah. day when the trailer came out for it. I'm like oh my god, this looks incredible. I was so happy. Yeah, I just felt there was a lot of awkward moments in that movie. Which one, Half Blood Prince? Yeah. Well, like, well, I mean, the stuff with the Horcruxes and stuff like that—that's one thing. But the stuff with the actual, like the, the actual Hogwarts stuff—that's a little bit, you know. I see your point there. Not to mention Dan Radcliffe's acting was his drunkenness was noticeable. His what? Um, drunkenness. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyways, yeah. All right. JT, what's your franchise you're picking? All right, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. We're gonna pick Superman. Okay. Okay. Can't help you guys again. Sorry, sorry, Ali. It's okay. Talking specifically, the first four from well, if you want to include Superman Returns, it's another story. But the Superman franchise, particularly for the first four films. And um, I'm going to throw Superman Returns in the mix. What, what what do they have on here, bud? I can't really contribute to this conversation, unfortunately. That's okay. I've only seen a few of them. I guess you could just mention which one was your favorite. I, I, I have the list ready to go because I've seen those movies tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of times. I'm not including Batman versus Superman, and I'm not including like... I'll include Man of Steel, though. You know what I mean? God, where's the franchise button? Oh, uh, hold on. No, I got it. Just, just give me a second. Just give me a sec. Okay, go. All right. Top tier. Superman the movie. 1978. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yes. Uh, Superman 2. Okay. A very, very, very strong follow-up. I mean... Our first live action Zod, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's me. Uh, I would say that my third one would have to be uh, Superman for the question. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's not Superman for um, that would be a, a, a waste of time and effort to even acknowledge the presence of that movie. But anyways, uh, Superman, the movie, Superman two, Superman. I'm going to say I'm going to put Man of Steel. I feel mm. pretty damn. Con- I know Bill's gonna disagree with me on that, but like Man of Steel for me, we have to do a Man of Steel commentary soon, don't we? We really should. You're gonna sit here and gush about it and say how great it is, and I'm gonna sit there and go wrong, wrong, I'm gonna, wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove you wrong, Bill. Um, no, but seriously though, so uh, Superman the movie, Superman two, Man of Steel. I'm gonna throw Superman Returns at the uh, underneath there. I mean, it was a good movie, but it was not a great comic book movie. With the one with Brandon Routh as Superman, mm-hmm. with his, his red tights again. <laughs> yep. That's one. Of the, that's one of the pros of Man of Steel that they got rid of the red undies. Uh, just saying, Bill. Um, but um, 
And then I'm going to say Superman 3. I'm not including Batman versus Superman because that's a whole different thing on its own. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, I'm going to say Superman 3 and then Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Um, JT, I need to tell you something. Did I forget one? What did I, what did I miss? No. What? We we uh, we swiped right. No Ooh. way! <laughs> yep. That's my Let's go. We'll just swipe right on. On the rankings for Superman. <laughs> our, our lives are easier! Our lives are easier. That's one of these days. Wild. We got to do a mixed bag telepathy, telepathy challenge. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> Ellie, we, we will t- we'll talk about that later. Okay. Oh my god. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my. That, that was a good wow. Proud of myself there. Uh, yeah, Superman. What I've seen, I haven't seen two, three, or four. I would probably rank. You know, from what I hear, actually, I did see four. I would put four on the bottom. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, four is bad. It's... Um, I would put Ooh, if because I heard Superman three is kind of bad, so I would probably put that in the second. Then I probably put Man of Steel above those. Okay, I've not watched Superman Returns, so I put Superman two and Superman one. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Ali, you said you never seen these. I should. Okay, it's my turn. Commentary is coming soon. And I'm debating, should I do Batman or Spider-Man? I gave up Batman for you, Bill. You know what? Since you gave up Batman for me, I'm going to do it. I feel so lonely because I barely know any of these movies. Allie, would you like me to do Spider-Man instead? Nah, it's okay. Besides, I'm probably going to head out anyways. No, no, you know what I'll do? Because I'm feeling nice tonight. You really are? How about I do if this if it's okay with the two fine gentlemen here? It's okay with us. How about it's I okay. do Spider-Man really quick, since you've seen that too, Allie, and then I'll do Batman. Sound good, guys? Sounds good. I, I'm I'm sorry to hog and take two, but I gotta make yes. sure everybody feels included here. So <laughs> it's okay. You guys okay. do Batman, it's fine. We're gonna start with Spidey and then we're gonna do the bat. Okay. Okay. Spider-Man. Okay, which franchises? Justin, which franchises? Uh, you forgot the hyphen. The hyphen? The hyphen. The dash. Dash man. There you go. Okay, Spider-Man. Uh, let's More rank franchises. all 25 James Bond, guys. Oh, God, we'll be here all night. Let it let die, people. Let it let die is the best. There's no, there's, it's not here. Then don't worry about it. I mean, we can always just talk about it. Okay. No, we know all of them anyway. So, yeah. Okay. So, okay. For God, I... we'll hear your list, Bill, and we'll see if we you swipe right on something. Okay. Yes. I'm just, just trying to pull out the list here. Um, we know most of it, anyways. Okay. Don't worry um, about it. Don't worry about it, bud. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So here is the rankings of. Wow, Spider-Man 3 is fresh. Rip. 
God, it, not all the ones are here. This is nuts. Yeah, there's a next option. Oh, duh. Okay. There you are. Okay. Spider-Man 2. I want to continue finding this. I really... I'm getting flustered right now, folks. Like, still, okay. no. there's not, there's not a franchise option. Just okay. let's just talk. Because if you're going to keep doing this, we'll be here all night. I yeah, we will. Okay, at the bottom is Amazing Spider-Man Two at fifty-one percent. Oh wow. Okay, and we're not going to include Venom or Morbius. Good. Okay. And. Okay, we're not going to include Venom or Morbius. Should we just do like a lightning round top five? You know what? Let's do that instead. We'll be here all night if we had to do that. If we don't do that. Okay, let's do top five lightning round. Let's start with Allie. All right. No Way Home, Into the Spider-Verse, Homecoming, Spider-Man 2, and honestly, I forgot the last one. Like, I don't have a last one, but I guess I'll say Spider-Man 3. Okay. JT. Yo. Lightning round, top five. Of uh, Spider-Man films? Yeah. Oh, good Christ. Uh, okay. Uh, five is... Five is Spider-Man 1, 2002. Okay. Uh, four is... Actually, um, four is... The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. I actually like that one a lot. Um, uh, three is Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man from 2004. Nostalgia purposes for me. Spider-Man uh, number two would be Spider-Man uh, uh, far, no, Spider-Man Homecoming and then Spider-Man okay. No Way Home is my number one. All right. Justin. All right. Number five, Amazing Spider-Man. Number four, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Uh, number three, Spider-Man 2. Number two, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number one? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, my top five is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man No Way Home. And by the way, I think mine was No Way Home is one. Spider-Man 3 is five. Yeah. Well, I think we all swiped right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure we did. Okay. So now... I'm probably going to leave this at this point. Aw. I know. I got to go to work tomorrow, unfortunately. But you know what? Happy 100. Thank you for coming, Allie. No Thank problem. You. And cheers to 100 more. Cheers to 100 more. We hope you can come okay. back for more. I will. Anytime you guys need me. All right. Good night. Night. All right. Thanks. Now it's a sausage fest. Uh, 
Batman's sausage fest, Bill. (laughs) Guess what it's time for. What is it time for? We're doing it. I really wanted to do this. Do you want want to be the last one? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Unless you guys want to go on for three more hours. We've literally been going for three hours now. Okay. So we are not going to include... should Should we include Joker or... Nah, that's not really a Batman movie. Okay, should we include no, Phantasm not. or the 66 Batman movie? I'm including 66. Sure, include well, 66 me. and Phantasm. Since we did... Oh God, they have all these... These animated ones. Just just Google Batman movies. Okay. You include like... Okay. Are we including Lego Batman? I haven't seen it, though. If you guys want to throw it in, that's your business. Are we doing live action only? You guys want to do live action only? Yeah, let's just do live action only. Okay. Number one, you guessed it. The Dark Knight at 94%. Of course. Number two... Is the Dark Knight Rises at eighty-seven percent? Uh, Number three is the Batman at eighty-five percent. Number four is Batman Begins at eighty-four percent. Number five is Batman Returns at eighty-one percent. Hey, Batman Returns in the top five. Okay, I said number four, right? Number five is Batman 66 at 80%. Number six is Batman 89 at 73%. Wow. Damn. Number seven is Batman Forever at 39%. Okay, we're getting into the bad territory now. Okay, should we include Batman v Superman or no? We could, but we sh- we don't have to. What do you say, Justin? Um, I feel like that's just a whole other can of worms. So okay, let's see. And number eight, you guessed it, Batman and Robin. All right. My friends, I'm going to start with the host with the most. JT, how would you rank these? Go. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Do I have to do five or can I do ten? There's only eight, so you want to do oh, I'll, I'll do all eight. It's fine, then. All right. Number, all right, number one. Wow. Uh, number – actually, let's go, let's go worst to best. Okay. Number – Eight is the Dark Knight. No, I'm just kidding, everyone. Don't worry about it. Boo. Uh, boo. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Uh, no. Uh, number eight for me is Batman and Robin. Okay. Go figure. Number seven is Batman Forever. Okay. Number six is actually it might surprise you. Uh, it's going to be... Um, Batman, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no, no. Ba- Batman sixty six is in number six. Okay, because uh, I, 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 it maybe can't be, but I think it's great. 
because okay. um, fit the time, whatever. Um, all right, let you me know, some Next. days just can't get rid of a bomb. It's so true. There's just some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. All right, number five would be the Dark Knight uh, Rises. Number four would be Batman Returns. Number three would be Batman Begins. Number two would be the Dark Knight. Number uh, one would be Batman 1989. Okay. That's just me. Is that all of them, right? Yeah, I think that's all of them. All right, cool. Wait, wait, you missed. Where'd you put Batman Begins? Oh, I put the number uh, three. I believe okay. I, forgot. I forgot. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I forgot. But three. All right. Justin, my friend. All right. Number eight would be Batman Robin. Okay. Followed by Batman Forever. Followed by The Dark Knight Rises. Followed by Batman 66. Followed by Batman Begins. Followed by Batman 89. Followed by the Batman. Mm-hmm. I forgot that one. Shit. Um, number two. Bill, you're going to hate me. The okay. Dark Knight. It's your opinion, man. I'm sorry. I love Batman Returns. I don't hate you. I'm dead. That's funny. Dr. Hemsley might hate you, but I don't. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Warts and all. So Batman Returns is your number one Batman movie. Yeah. You know what? I respect that. I'm not a big fan of it, but I respect that you went against the grain a little. Well done. It's- you might have to go answer to not just Matt Hemsley, JT. Doctor Matt Hemsley. I'm gonna have to answer to Doctor Matt Hemsley. But hey, it's your opinion. Um. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. My number. Okay. I'm going to be excluding Batman 66 because I haven't seen it in a while, so I barely remember it, so... Fine. Okay, my number seven would, of course, be... Guess what? Guess what we all did? Swipe right? Yeah. (laughs) Batman and Robin. (laughs) Is Batman and Robin. My number six is... Okay, my next one is Batman Forever. I tried again. What was that? We swiped right again. Justin, you're going to hate me for this one. Uh Batman Returns. Yeah, I saw that coming. You know what? I may need to give it another watch. I'll be honest. I need to give it another watch. Um, 
mind. It, it works best if you just surrender yourself to the madness. Okay, I think that's fair. My next one is The Dark Knight Rises. Um, after that is Batman Begins. Okay. Then The Batman. Number two, Batman 89. And you all saw it coming, folks. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah, so that is my ranking of Batman's movies. So, what do you, so, anything else? Or in the words of Phil Collins, that's all. That's all. I think that's all. But that's all, folks. JT, since you gave your spiel in the beginning, I'm giving my spiel now. Um, I just want to thank everyone for the 100, you know, for being there for us for 100 episodes. It was just, it's been an absolute pleasure and hopefully 100 more and and I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone else than my very dear friend, Mr. JT Mahoney. Thank you. Seriously. And I know there are times I haven't been the most difficult to, that I haven't been the most easiest to work with. <laughs> no, you're fine, bud. You know that. Yeah, because, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people would probably like to know. How do I balance this in Sports Insanity Network? It's like, if you love what you do, you make time for both. And that's what I do. Because I love what I do. I make time for both. It's not always easy. Trust me, it is not always easy, folks. But you got to just, you just got to grind. And also, I'd like to thank all our guests tonight. Justin. Thank you. I thank you yes. for having me. Hey, and you know, you are just like Allie and Dan, you are welcome anytime. Anytime and at all. JT, congratulations on a hundred episodes. I hope that your first son is a masculine son. <laughs> Got um, a reference. Thank you. And and Justin, and I think when you come on and JT isn't here, like the time when we bought the Super Review show, remember? Oh, uh, yes. Remember? <laughs> um, I, I, I literally watched that live, that. just letting you know. And, and, you know, because we do reviews ourselves, so I think maybe that's why we have such good support. Yeah why we yeah. work so well together and also Ali she's great and Danny Boy Reg because I do a podcast with him so yep I think that's why but um you know and but just I gotta say you and Ali um and we've said this before like the time when we when the time when JT wasn't here and I wasn't here you guys really stepped up to the plate and seriously we cannot give much we cannot give much more appreciation than we can because I did extensive re research on for that episode. What the one that I wasn't here for? No, the one uh, 
that it was you, me, and Allie um, oh, for South, South Park. Park. South Park. I did extensive research for that. I did too. So, and and you know what the thing is about this JT is, and this is going to sound corny as hell. I think this show we've kind of brought people together. Like, I agree. Because in a way, you know, you met some of you. I met some of your friends. You met some of my friends. You met Justin. You met Allie. You met Danny Boy Reg. You met Doctor Hemsley and Dan Zuckerman. And I know this sounds corny, but this show brings people together. It does. And I can't believe we've done a hundred episodes. I can I can't believe it we've done a hundred episodes. Yeah. And all I can say is cheers to a hundred and hopefully a thousand more. A long JT, time. Do you have any final thoughts? Other than just, I want to thank everyone who has come on. I want to thank everyone who's watched our shows. I want, I want to thank everyone who's watched our content on YouTube. I want to thank YouTube as a company as well, truthfully, for being just a phenomenal video service company that can do this for random people like us. And we love doing it. So on that note, and I, and I, really do mean this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all for watching and listening and commenting and liking and subscribing to our content and enjoying what we do just as much as we do here. Um, It means the world to me and it means the world to all of us here. And then some more that we, we do what we do and we love doing it. So and JT, I got one thing to say to you. To, yes, ladies sir. and gentlemen, somebody here has a birthday tomorrow, oh. and that is my right man, man, Mr. JT Mahoney. Yes, tomorrow. It's, it's, it almost is tomorrow. We've been going for almost three hours. Um, tomorrow, October 15th, is my 24th birthday. I feel older already. It's kind of a weird thing at this point, but hey, that's how it goes. You're almost, you know, you reach a certain point of like, you know, it's your birthday, and we celebrated it at my at work today. And we said we they got cake and stuff it was good. But I'm, I'm celebrating tomorrow with my lovely lady, uh, Molly. You are my everything in life, and I thank you for putting up with me. And I thank you for also uh, dealing with my shenanigans on and off the Superview show as well. So she, she's here. Yeah. As well. She's right over there. So I just hi, Molly. Her. Yeah, she might be asleep. Truth, I don't even know. Because yeah. it's like 10 five uh, at night or 10 30, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, I just bottom line, I want to thank everyone for everything that they've done to help us out, be a part of the, the channel and promote anything. You guys are the, the best, hey, crazy to say this, but fans we could ask for. We, we, we love what we do. And you guys just, and you all out there, just watch our content and you support us, which is more than anything we could ask for. So thank you. Absolutely. And so, Justin, you have anything to say, or um, I am always appreciative of you guys having me on. It's always a blast every time I'm on. Um, and so- Justin has another person here to drive me crazy with. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> but it, it's 
talking movies with you guys, it's sometimes it can just be straight up therapeutic, you know? And I appreciate each and every time I'm on the show and I can't wait uh, for the next hundred episodes. Me neither. And like you said, you're always welcome back as, you know, the irony thing is I've never really shared this with a lot of people. Um, Justin, remember at one point you and I were going to do a movie podcast. Yes. And then I made a mistake by uh, moving to Maryland. And we don't need to get into what happened there. Um, Less said about that, the better. Um, And, and you came back and I'm like, well, I kind of have two podcasts going already, so. But we still do the reviews. We we just haven't gotten them up because we're just, okay, I just forget, you forget. We have a lot going on in our lives. Yeah, we, we just have a lot going on. It's not like we hate all of our viewers on Movieholics. We just forget. A lot. Okay. And in case you guys were wondering, at the in the description of every single video I upload in the past year or so, maybe in the past two years, has been the link for the Movie Holics Productions crew. Yeah. And also, it says Sports, it says Sports Insanity and Bill's channel. There you go. Sports Insanity Network. Check us out. We're on all platforms. I know. Ah, you didn't stop me that time, Justin, huh? Okay. So, um, in the words of Phil Collins, that's all. Um, well, Happy hundredth, guys! Happy triple digits. Yes. I'd like to end actually with a quote. Okay. I'd like to end with a quote that um, a wise man once said in 1986. He said, um, "It was at the very end of his movie that he was talking to the fourth wall the whole time." He said, "Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look oh. around once in a while. You can miss it." And we did a hell of a good job looking around and watching, and we enjoyed every single moment of this episode, and we enjoyed every moment of Mixed Big. This, this point moving forward, all this other stuff. Yes, Bill, go ahead. And I would like to also end with a quote. When I was saying that with Tiny with Sports Insanity Network, when I said, when you make, when you do, when you love what you do, you make the time. I'd like to end with a quote with that. It's by Mark Twain. It goes, and you've heard me say this a million times. You turn your vocation into a vacation and you'll never work a day in your life. It's true. And, you know, tying into that balance, when you really love what you do, like, listen, this isn't always easy. No. I'm sure there are times that you on Wednesday nights when you just want to, oh, I want, I got to sit here and listen to Bill talk. It's never a night like that, but go on. When you really love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. Absolutely. When, when you love what you do, and, and that's why, and trust me, like doing this show isn't always easy. There are nights that we just, there are nights that I got to power through. But you know what? When you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And this show never feels like work because I love what I do. And my final words, again, happy 100th. Cheers to 100 more. And happy birthday, JT. Thank you. And, and on that I, note, I have a quote um, just to the audience. You're still here? It's over. <laughs> Go home.
I saw you walking in the strip pool. That's actually oh from Ferris Bueller, too. Yeah, that is true. And Deadpool 1. <laughs> you said, oh my God, it's too funny. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for watching. Thank you for streaming with us. Thank you for doing everything as you always do. We'll be back next Wednesday with our regular 101 episode of Mixed Bag, and uh, we'll be doing a, a regular topic then, too, but this was just a big celebration for us. So, ladies and gentlemen, for all of us here at the Super Review Show, stay safe, take care, and, t- and take care. And God bless.